Members of Congress expressed optimism Sunday about the prospects for reaching a deal to avoid the fiscal cliff. Fragile ceasefire between Israel and Hamas is entering its third full day, and both Israelis and Palestinians. Bottom line, Senator, if uh, the president nominates Ambassador Rice to be the next Secretary of State or some other supplementary question, do you personally believe that gay people are born gay? Impact segment tonight: the Talking Points memo. Hot damn politics. 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 I'm back now with the Brain Trust panel. Brain Trust. Brain Trust. Brain Trust. Brain Trust panel. These niggas won't hold me back. 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 The Brain Trust Panel. Brain Trust. Brain Trust. Brain Trust. Brain Trust. Brain Trust. Hot diggity damn politics. I put that shit on everything.
McHenry uh, on with us. He is from North Carolina, uh, and he's going to give us the update on the Federal Reserve and digital currency and what is what's really happening. Congressman, how are you, sir? Great to be with you, Glenn. Thanks for the time. You bet. A weird topic in America because people either deny that this could happen or they uh, they they say things like, "We already have a digital currency. I never use cash." A, can you verify that this is the direction of the Treasury and the Fed? Uh, and B, explain the difference between a a Fed coin, if you will, and you know us just having a debit card. Well, Glenn, you're the best educator on uh, a broad array of, of subjects here. But So let's start with the basics of what is a digital currency or digital asset. Um, so let's think of the Internet first. Uh, the first uh, iteration of the web was, in essence, a reading mechanism. So you see, you, you know, you, you pull up the uh, uh, information on Glenn Beck, it says the program's at this time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's it. Uh, that's web one. Web two is read and write. So let's think of this as, let's say, Facebook or Twitter. So you have a corporation that creates the venue, benefited crews to that corporation because they've, they, they own the code and they own the operations and they monetize our actions on Web 2. There are a number of problems with this, and we've addressed that in terms of speech bias and everything else that needs to be addressed. Web 3 is around digital assets, and that it means that our interactions, uh, we can actually have a stake in our interactions, uh, and the bytes and bits that we're exchanging via the web, we can actually have a money, if you will, connected with of, uh, of code. And so um, Web 3 can cure a number of the ills of Web 2, and it's born out of Bitcoin and uh, a distributed ledger uh, technology that we call blockchain. And the way to open the door within a blockchain technology is a cryptocurrency. So you could call it Bitcoin is probably the best example for us. That key opens the door, just like when you go home, you own your house, but the key is the representation. You can grant other people keys, but that doesn't tell them that they own it. Uh, digital keys have a special set of, 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 of capacity. That is born out of technology and a distributed open ledger. Anyone can participate in Bitcoin. You can get in, you can get out. It's on the ledger, and it's public information that you've purchased or sold uh, a quantity of Bitcoin, and that is in the ledger. Those exchanges are open. Now, what we're talking about with the Federal Reserve 
and with digital U.S. dollars is a very different concept. Most of our money that we exchange is digital right now, um, and banks to banks do that. They don't actually – and that means that they can, through the relationship with the Federal Reserve, uh, on a ledger, if you will, a spreadsheet, if you will, uh, exchange value between institutions and therefore our accounts within those institutions. What the Federal Reserve is contemplating is something that looks much more like that open ledger of some sort, and our money, our U.S. dollar, would be a representation on that open ledger. Well, that's fine, well, and good. Uh, except there are a number of civil liberties concerns when you have the government in the midst of your technology exchange. And those civil liberties concerns we have to address if we're going to have uh, a, 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 a blockchain-enabled uh, U.S. dollar um, or dig U.S. dollar uh, or Federal Reserve-backed uh, uh, digital asset. So they are not, from everything I've read, they are not really interested in the blockchain part of it. They, I mean, look, I, I'm, I'm talking to uh, Congressman right. Patrick McHenry. Uh, on good authority, as several congressmen have said, uh, if the Republicans take the House, he'll be the next chairman of financial services. So, you know, I, they're talking about a programmable um currency, which would fit right into modern monetary theory, which is what we're doing now. Print, 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 as long as you can control labor, uh, production, and spending down to the smallest level. Yes. And so when you have this technology that's freely available and it's open, um, an open technology that is very different than a closed-off system that the right. government runs contemplating, and they've already put out white papers uh, about how they would design a central bank digital currency. Uh, what the left likes about this is that you could have an account with the Federal Reserve. Uh, that means instead of your bank account and the traditional system of lending in this country, which is, which is uh, almost entirely a private sector endeavor, uh, this would give the government much more control. Uh, the hope for the left is that they can effectuate their left-wing uh, you know, beliefs through uh, the financial system, and most explicitly, if the government is in direct power of lending. This is precisely what the Chinese are contemplating with their digital yuan. They want to know uh, that, that uh, you and I, um, I purchase lunch, and uh, you know, Glenn sends me $15. Um, well, the government wants uh, would be able to track that, and what the Chinese want, if you have a digital currency, you'd be able to. Tr the government would be able to uh, tra uh, track that, and what the Chinese want is precisely that information, uh, precisely your movement information of data, uh, of data, and the value exchange between people. What our concern is here in the United States is that we, in our constitutional order, the government is not entitled to that type of information. And in our Constitution, the power of currency is not explicitly reserved to governments, um, but it is exp of creation in our monetary system. Our Constitution contemplates that Congress has to authorize that. This so, and the Federal Reserve has admitted this and said 
Uh, no, Congress would have to legislate if we're going to have a central bank digital currency or a Federal Reserve-backed uh, digital currency. And so I, I think it's important that Congress be involved in this and be the driving force if we're even going to contemplate uh, something like what the Chinese are contemplating. Why wouldn't we just let the private market work this out? Bitcoin, um, the one of the reasons it has such fluctuation is because the government keeps spooking everybody. Um, why wouldn't we just say, all right, there's coins out there available and they're not being tracked? Uh, way for people to do this. Why don't we get out of that business? Well, because it's the federal government, and <laughs> right. I mean, I, I mean, you look at it and you're like, why did the bear bite someone? Right, well, the bear. The bear. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they want control, and when they see movement in the private sector, they want to f first have the data of what what the exchange was, and then once they have the data, this is kind of axiomatic. The you know Reagan exemplifies its best and so so then they want to regulate it mm -hmm. uh then they then then they want to regulate it so so much so that they have to subsidize it right and then they want it to be a federal property so you look at what they've done with student loans what the left has done with student loans and they've foisted a generation with greater debt because of a government program so here they want to be able to control this vital lever of governmental power, which is the power over currency and the value of currency. You've explained this very well about inflation and how nefarious inflation is. The, uh, the government wants greater control of the money supply, and that is a, it's a motivation of government since the beginning of time. And if you can determine the value of a thing, it is this enormous power over all yep. these other issues in society. Uh, the, the odds of, of emergency low, the odds okay. of Congress approving this in an emergency. Well, uh, frighteningly high. Yeah. So you think of the emergency they had around the traffic jam in their capital in Canada. Yep. Because people parked their vehicles and inconvenienced a city, and therefore the government of Canada took and seized people's bank accounts because they were inconveniencing people in, tr uh, in creating a massive traffic event in a city. So what we have to do is war against the federal government here in the United States doing something as insane as what the Canadians do. And I'm going to work very hard to make sure that our regulators don't have any of those powers uh, to seize people's bank accounts or to stop the flow of money around people's political decisions and, and political debate. This sounds like a guy who uh, has got to be fighting against DSG. For sure. And what we have to do is have a counterpoint to liberal money and the progressive agenda that is driving the pension funds, that's driving the, the investment. And if we don't have a conservative counterpoint to the insanity of ESG, uh, we are going to be in a worse off, a, a dramatically worse position, and we're going to allow the rest of the, the globe catch up to us economically because of our stupidity. What we should not do is incorporate the German 
uh, energy policy to the United States, which is expressly what the Biden administration is doing. Have we ever met, Patrick? Because I, uh, you're like a brother from another mother here. Uh, I, 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 uh, I, I've been listening to you for years, oh, wow. and so uh, inspiration for sure. And I'm grateful for it, um, and grateful for the education you provide. Well, thank you very much. Well, anything I can do, we, you are on the right track, and I don't think there is anything more important uh, in this next election than. So here's where the rubber meets the road. 2014, in February, the protesters seize Kyiv as the president flees. The president of Ukraine is taken out by the people of Ukraine. This is the first critical date. It gives people the opportunity to save the day. Now, if you remember all of the... Halliburton stuff that we heard under Bush, when a country is destabilized and goes to hell in a handbasket, it is a chance for people to do all kinds of things, especially if they partner with the new people. So we made partner of the new president. Now, Halliburton, 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 remember that? Left cared about that. Halliburton, Halliburton, Halliburton. The media was all over George W. Bush. Corruption, corruption, corruption. Why have you not heard anything about what I'm going to show you? So in February 2014, this becomes the new president, total upheaval. Uh, They have no money. They're completely broke. And here comes the United States of America in March of that year. President Obama says, we're from the United States government, and we're here to help. So he decides, you know who you need? You know who you can need, because you're very corrupt. This is a very corrupt place, and it is. And we're going to help you, and we got lots of money. We can print it, whatever we want. So we got lots of money. But we've done this before, and we did it with TARP, and we spent all kinds of money. But we wanted to make sure that all of that reinvestment in America was clean, no corruption. And so we put Joe Biden in charge. So Joe is going to be the new point man in Ukraine. Okay, so then Joe, in March of that year, a month later, he has a quick little meeting because his son just started a new business. I love this. He started a new business, and he was going to be an investment banker, right, investment guy, and they were going to do all this investment funds, and it was going to be fantastic. He has no experience in that. He partners with John Kerry's uh, son, and uh, this guy, Devon Archer, this guy is John Kerry's, what was he, is his financial guy. I spent 30 minutes at a chalkboard just talking about this scandal. You can find it at YouTube. You can find it at blazetv.com. It is uh, Joe Biden's scandal in Ukraine, okay? So, he meets with Devon Archer. Nothing to do with Ukraine. And then in April... He flies to Ukraine. And guess what? So does he. And in May of that year, he is made a board member of a gas company called Burisma. And guess who else is made on the board member? Hunter Biden. 
it is nice, it is cute, and nothing to see here, folks. Like I said, you can get more uh, on that story. But this is pretty much the Biden story. It happens all here. You'll see it a little bit on the timeline, but it's very small. Here's where it gets good. Because this poor country is so corrupt, Barack Obama says, guys, we want to give you some money. We want to give you some money. But over it. Now, let me show you how much money we're talking about. Riding in on the white horse to save the day with all kinds of USA aid to Ukraine, it included a billion-dollar sovereign loan guarantee, $320 million in general assistance, $118 million in equipment training for their security forces, $20 million for new law enforcement reform, and a fleet of advisors in banking and politics and energy and media and human rights. <clears throat> well, they do that in, in May. You give them all kinds of money. And then because they're so corrupt, we mandate to this corrupt country that they start a national anti-corruption a National Anti-Corruption Bureau of Ukraine. It's fantastic. And you know who their partner is? Us, of course. <laughs> We're not corrupt at all. So the guy who was uh, tapped to be the first director of the bureau is this guy, Artem, how do you say his name? Sitnik, okay? He's the first director. And what's great is because he is now in charge of anti-corruption, he now has a direct line to the administration to talk about anything, anything the Ukrainians might dig up. We get here. We get now to this place where we are dumping all of that aid in, but we're watching over it because we're responsible. And we were becoming... made some mistakes early on. Well, first, do you remember, do you remember Burisma? Burisma was uh, run by this guy. This guy is so corrupt that he couldn't come to the United States. He was never to be granted a visa to come to the United States because he's an oligarch. He not only runs Burisma, but he also has a bank. Whoa. So this guy gets the money for Burisma, $1.8 billion put into his bank. I mean, who wouldn't put $1.8 in an oligarch, corrupt guy come into the United States? He's so corrupt. Who wouldn't put it in that, right? Oopsie. It's like Monopoly. Bank made a banking error. Lost $1.8 billion. Where did it go? Well, he certainly didn't have anything to do with it because somehow or another, he, at the same time, is given a visa to come to the United States. He's not a bad guy anymore. Woo! Wow. Take a moment just to look at that for a second. Okay. Now, June of 2015, coming down the, the escalator at Trump Tower is Donald Trump. And he's like, make America great again. Got it? 
This is a big day, June 15th. By late 2015, we are the Ukraine kinds of money, but we're also helping them with advisors. Oh, yes, we are. We are helping them with Greg Craig, the former Obama White House counsel. We have Tad Devine, chief strategist for Bernie Sanders, and Tony Podesta, brother to John Podesta. We also have Mark Penn, the chief strategist for Hillary Clinton. John Alazone, Obama campaign pollster. Another guy, John, the Obama campaign lead pollster. Oh, my gosh. Hey, buddy, all you have to do is phone a friend because all of these people are now working in Ukraine for you. You are our man. I cannot stress enough that the climate in Ukraine is all corrupt at this point. This is the climate that the Russia investigation begins in. Not the official investigation led by Robert Mueller. No, no, no. The unofficial investigation launched. Now, this is really, this is where it gets really interesting. Back in the U.S. in late 2015, while all of this is going on, the Democratic Party decides they're going to hire Alexandra Chalupa. Taco Bell, I apologize. The only person that could make a Chalupa into a bad thing is her. Alexandra Chalupa, she's the daughter of a Ukrainian immigrant, and she began right away after she was hired doing uh, opposition research on Donald Trump. Coming down the escalator, the Democrats go right to work in Ukraine to find out dirt. Wow, do they have, they have a little machine built there? Or how, do they, how are they digging up dirt? Why would they do this in Ukraine? Here are the documents I want to show you that shows that, yes, she did indeed work, this is from uh, opensecrets.org, that she did work for the DNC, and they paid her $71,918. There you see it in the monitor. All right? That's just for her work during the 2016 election. But her work with the DNC goes all the way back to 2004. Now, in January 2016, she starts to she starts to investigate, and Chalupa approaches an official at the DNC and says, regarding Donald Trump's campaign, I just feel that there's a Russia connection. Oh, you feel that? Wow. How the heck did you feel that? This is in January 2016. At that time, there was nothing out on Manafort, and Manafort wasn't even working for Donald Trump. There was no Steele dossier. George Papadopoulos wasn't on the campaign yet. There was no FISA request, even for Carter Page at this point. So she just, I don't know, maybe she had a Ouija board. Trump, are you ass? I don't know. Could be Rush, could be Russia. I don't know, but I have this feeling. Wow. So she goes to work, and she concentrates most of her, uh, her corruption on, yes, who else? Paul Manafort. 
she wants to find out all about Paul Manafort. Now, Paul Manafort is somebody that I talked about during the election. I thought he was clearly dirty, okay? However, he was working with the now exited, the guy, remember the guy on the floor? He was trying to, can you grab that for me? He was trying to help this guy get elected. Remember, Obama had this guy. This guy had all of these people right at the other end of the phone. Manafort was trying to get this guy to go back to the election. Interesting enough, all of her energy was focused on Manafort and not the partners that were trying to get this guy elected. Who was trying to get him? Uh, no, no, him too, right? Who else was working on this? We have, oh, yeah, here it is. Tad Devine and Tony Podesta. Now that's weird because they were working on the same thing. And, and they, they were in the same bed. And what's really crazy is she only wanted to focus on him. Nothing here. Now the same month that Chalupa was telling the DNC that there was a Russia connection between Manafort and Trump, the Obama White House summoned some people. In fact, what they did is the White House, Obama gave a personal information. Remember, he was working with the now exited, the guy, remember the guy on the floor? He was trying to, can you grab that for me? He was trying to help this guy get elected. Remember, Obama had this guy. This guy had all of these people right at the other end of the phone. Manafort was trying to get this guy to go back to the election. Interesting enough, all of her energy was focused on Manafort and not the partners that were trying to get this guy elected. Who was trying to get him? Uh, no, no, him too, right? Who else was working on this? We have, oh, yeah, here it is. Tad Devine and Tony Podesta. Now, that's weird because... They were working on the same thing, and, and they, they were in the same bed. And what to focus on him, nothing here. Now, the same month that Chalupa was telling the DNC that there was a Russia connection between Manafort and Trump, the Obama White House summoned some people. In fact, what they did is the White House Obama gave a personal information to the prosecutors in Ukraine. Remember, remember the National Anti-Corruption Bureau? Those guys and like their attorney general, their, their you know, uh, uh, regular police force, if you will, their national police force, was summoned. What to do is we're going to build cooperation with Ukraine. Your Anti-Corruption Bureau, which is fantastic, headed by this guy. Fantastic. Now, according to a political official at the Ukrainian embassy, the meeting immediately turned to two main issues, Biden and his son, and a case tied to Paul Manafort. You can probably guess which one they didn't investigate and which one they did. The deputy head of the Ukrainian prosecutor general's office said that upon returning back home, 
from the Obama administration meeting in Washington, there was, quote, a clear message about helping the Americans. Regarding the Manafort case, he said, and I quote, yeah, there was a lot of talking uh, about needing help, and then the ledger just appeared in public. What ledger? What are you talking about? I'll get back to that in a second. So he brings them to the White House. They're concentrating on Paul Manafort. And remember, the White House also, according to sources that were there for this meeting, they also said they were being pressured not to look in to this. But remember, whoopsie, we're not talking about Joe Biden. I don't care what he did. What happened to my and your $1.8 billion? Why did you put it into this bank run? And who said, ah, oh, he's not so bad. Let him into America. After he took or lost. Where did I put that $1.8 billion? Must have left it in his other jacket. We don't want to talk about that? You know, it's funny because one of the things they're saying is they, that Donald Trump pressured them to look in. What these guys are doing is they're pressuring them not to look at this. But now you've heard the story. Biden, you know, forced the removal of Ukraine's, his name was Viktor Shokin. Okay? Bad guy. Everybody says bad guy. I don't know. He seems like a bad guy and also some good things he was doing. But he was investigating a Ukrainian company. I all heard both sides of the story. Biden claimed what he did was purely based on Shokin's corrupt conduct and nothing to do with this. Except, you know, one thing that bothers me is this. This meeting. This meeting where you sent the people back home and they all said, you didn't want us to look into that. And then Mr. Joe Biden comes in and he gets this guy fired. This is something that's probably worth looking at. This is a document of the sworn statement of the guy Joe Biden got fired that was recently obtained by the investigative journalist, award-winning investigative journalist that for 30 years worked for the Associated Press, the Washington Post, and the New York Times. He was fine then. He's outed people on both sides of the aisle. But all of a sudden, oh, he's a conspiracy kook. This statement was made in a separate court case involving another Ukrainian citizen. We'll get to that. But here's what Shokin states. He said, when he was fired, there had been no complaints about his work and that Biden never specifically accused him of any criminal offenses. He then goes to say, and I want to quote the paragraph, the truth is, is that I was forced out because I was leading a wide-ranging corruption probe into Burisma Holdings, a natural gas firm active in Ukraine, and Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden, was a member of the board of directors. I assume Burisma, which was connected with gas extraction, had the support of the vice president, Joe Biden, because his son was on the board of directors, end quote. Now, this is the relationship and power that the Obama administration had over Ukraine. Why? Because we were dumping money, and it was Joe Biden and Barack Obama that were the sh-
their equivalent of our attorney general said that Obama was, quote, telling the heads of the Ukrainian law enforcement system how to investigate and whom to investigate. And Shokin had another unforgivable sin on his record because he launched an investigation. I mean, this is just, this is just comedic at this point. He was investigating um, the Anti-Corruption Action Center, and it's spelled C-E-N-T-R-E, so you know it's credible. It's got the fancy foreign center. Mm-hmm. Sokin alleged that the NGO might have improperly diverted or even, dare I say it, embezzled millions of dollars. Money. Wouldn't this be an unforgivable sin to Obama and Biden? Yeah. Yeah. Gosh darn it. If it wasn't that the financiers, the two top financiers of, of that year, uh, are the International Renaissance Foundation and the U.S. government. Now, I've never heard of the International Renaissance Foundation before. So we had to do some investigating. Guess, guess who the other main donor is of this group? That spooky dude. You can't do it, apparently in America or the world, you cannot do a chalkboard without this guy showing up. In March 2016, things began to change. Here's what happened. Oh, by the way, uh, in March 2016, he gets fired and, oops, bank made another accounting error we lost 2.2 million and 1.8 billion in an imf loan that you and i guaranteed where did i put the other 1.8 in march 2016 the good guy takes over now who is he gets he takes this guy's place And everybody in the Obama administration says, he's great. He's the best. This guy bad. This guy good. So he gets in. But wait, there's more. Also, the same month, what happens? But Paul Manafort, like honestly a gift from the gods for the Democrat, decides, you know what? I'm going to go into the Trump team. Bing, bing, bing. They've been setting him up. How did this happen? So he goes in the Trump first, and Chalupa, remember, she's on the Democratic payroll. She starts working directly with the Ukrainian embassy in the U.S. She's working with the staff to raise alarm bells regarding Manafort to the Ukrainian president. She said the embassy, quote, worked directly with reporters researching Trump, Manafort, and Russia to point them, quoting, in the right directions. This is the Ukrainian embassy here in the United States working with a DNC operative. Does any of this sound like what they accused Donald Trump of doing? Working with a DNC operative to damage the Republican candidate for president to influence the election. Now, I said I wouldn't give you any opinions, but do I need to? 
Chalupa and the DNC deny this. Worked there at the time, stated that the Ukrainians were indeed working with Chalupa. Here's the quote. They were coordinating an investigation with the Hillary team on Paul Manafort with Alexandra Chalupa. Now, remember, phone a friend anytime you need help. They're all there. Is this that big of a stretch? Especially when you find this, which was released on WikiLeaks, between Chalupa and the former DNC communications director, uh, Luis Miranda. In this email, she just checks in. And she reports, she says, a lot more coming down the pipe. Uh, She went to the uh, Open World Society Library of Congress specifically to talk about Manafort. And she says, they put me on the program, I'm quoting, to speak specifically about Paul Manafort. And I invited Mike Isakoff, who I've been working for, working with for the past few weeks, and connected him with the Ukrainians. Now, gosh, that sounds familiar. Remember, they're accusing Rudy Giuliani of doing this with John Solomon. Except they don't have things like this. Uh, I invited Isakov. I've been working with him the past few weeks, connected him to the Ukrainians. More offline tomorrow, since there is a big Trump component you and Lauren need to be aware of that will hit in the next few weeks. Something I'm working on, you should be aware of. Now, what's weird is Ivsakov wrote a story for Yahoo News and detailed some of the things in the Steele dossier. The Steele dossier, the leaked dossier, donor is of this group. You got it. George Soros. Spooky dude. You can't do it. Apparently in America. guy showing up. In March 2016, things began to change. Here's what happened. Oh, by the way, uh, in March 2016, he gets fired and, oops, bank made another accounting error. We lost $2.2 million and $1.8 billion in an IMF loan that you and I guaranteed. Where did I put the other $1.8? In March 2016, the good guy takes over. Now, who is the good guy? Lutsenko. He, gets, he takes this guy's place. And everybody in the Obama administration says, he's great. He's the best. This guy bad. This guy good. So he gets in. But wait, there's more. Also, the same month, what happens? But Paul Manafort, like honestly a gift from the gods for the Democrat, decides, you know what? I'm going to go into the Trump team. Bing, ding, ding. They've been setting him up. How did this happen? <sighs> so he goes in the Trump team. Well, they're, they're excited about this, of course. And Chalupa, remember, she's on the Democratic payroll. She starts working directly with the Ukrainian embassy in the U.S. She's working with the staff to raise alarm bells regarding Manafort to the Ukrainian president. She said the embassy, quote, worked directly with reporters researching Trump, Manafort, and Russia to point them, quoting, 
in the right directions. This is the Ukrainian embassy here in the United States working with a DNC operative. Does any of this sound like what they accused Donald Trump of doing? Working with a DNC operative to damage the Republican candidate for president to influence the election. Now, I said I wouldn't give you any opinions, but do I need to? Chalupa and the DNC deny this. But the Ukrainian embassy political officer who worked there at the time stated that the Ukrainians were indeed working with Chalupa. Here's the quote. They were coordinating an investigation with the Hillary team on Paul Manafort with Alexandra Chalupa. Now, remember, phone a friend anytime you need help. They're all there. Is this that big of a stretch? Especially when you find this, which was released on WikiLeaks, between uh, Luis Miranda. In this email, she just checks in, and she reports, she says, a lot more coming down the pipe. Uh, She went to the uh, Open World Society Forum. I want to read this to you exactly. She went to Library of Congress specifically to talk about Manafort. And she says, they put me on the program, I'm quoting, to speak specifically about Paul Manafort. And I invited Mike Isakoff, whom I've been working for, working with for the past few weeks, and connected him with the Ukrainians. Now, gosh, that sounds familiar. Remember, they're accusing Rudy Giuliani of doing this with John Solomon. Except they don't have things like this. Huh. Uh, I invited Isakoff. I've been working with him the past few weeks, connected him to the Ukrainians. More offline tomorrow, since there is a big Trump component in a few weeks. Something I'm working on, you should be aware of. Now, what's weird is Ivsakov wrote a story for Yahoo News and detailed some of the things in the Steele dossier. The Steele dossier, the leaked dossier, went to Isakov. And then what's weird is it also kind of showed up with the FBI, and it was used as corroborating evidence to justify a FISA warrant for Carter Page, you know, so we could find out about Donald Trump. Because remember, this is, this is released, and they, and they hire Fusion GPS to get to the bottom of Donald Trump. One month after the DNC hired Fusion GPS to work on the dossier. Oh, oh, and by the way, Mrs. Orr was working here, and she's married to Bruce Orr, who's with the DOJ, and the little pillow talk. She accidentally said a few things that were coming out of Fusion GPS, which happened to come right out of the DNC with Chalupa. (laughs) So now he's coming around and going, wait a minute here. Where is the media on this? Where are they? Where where were they? Where are they now? The DNC was colluding with the... But nobody cares. Do you see why the president might be a little testy? Maybe. 
the work the Ukrainians and the DNC and Chalupa were doing together actually prompted Senator Chuck Grassley to write a letter to Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein. But, as you might guess, eh, no one is really interested. Nothing happened. Wow. Okay, so here we are. The Isakov member, she's working with the Ukrainian embassy and the press. DNC or to the DOJ. And then the, the FBI again says, you know what? You guys are so fantastic. I love your work you're doing or, or not doing, as the case may be. We want an official uh, partnership with you. We want, yeah, wedding bells were heard. The FBI and the Anti-Corruption Bureau in Ukraine to work hand in hand. Now, holy cow, now they can share any information back and forth. It's kind of like that wall that you know we had for 9/11. That wall came down, and now if you okay, so that brings me now to the Black Ledger. Remember we were talking about the Black Ledger here, Trump opposition research, and she's like, hey, I got a guy named Paul Manafort. Forget Tony Podesta and Tad Devine and all of that. I got this guy, Manafort. So. The Black Ledger on Manafort was released. (laughs) You're going to love this. Now, only in the end will you understand. Still at the beginning of this story, but it has a great ending. So the Black Ledger was released by Ukraine's Anti-Corruption Bureau, both occurring directly in the heat of the U.S. election. Now, the Black Ledger refers to financial records that were kept by this guy, the former Ukrainian president. He used this for the under-table payments. Now, remember, and so are these two. So another person that is involved in this is a Ukrainian parliamentary uh, member named uh, Lashenko, okay? And he is also working... Remember the guy who's running the anti-corruption thing? These are the two that put the black ledger together. All right. These two signed a memorandum of understanding with the FBI just months prior. They jointly released pages in the letter that showed illegal payments were given to Paul Manafort. Now, this is kind of crazy because on the same day that these guys are nailed, just within days, if not hours, of this coming out, and Paul Manafort, Podesta, who was doing the same thing with the same people in the Black Ledger, he just decides to close his shop. This is one of the, the biggest um, uh, firms for lobbying in the United States of America. He's Tony, Tony Podesta is John Podesta's brother. All those Clinton, you know, uh, uh, the Clinton uh, connections and everything. Did I lose my – there it is. Um, all of those – to retire and close his shop. Wow. And nobody questions that. Nobody thinks it's weird. The guy working on the same thing that he gets busted for by these guys – he closes shop the same time. Wow, I'd have a question or two if I were in the media, but 
I'm not really. Now, some have questioned whether the ledger is even authentic. I'm not going to do that. Whether it was forged or not doesn't change the fact that Manafort had been a target of the DNC, and they had been after him with Chalupa for months. The Ukrainian embassy was working with the DNC to get this information. And now, in an absolute surprise, decides with the anti-corruption guy who's in bed with all of these people that they're going to release that bombshell out of nowhere. Whether the ledger is legit or not doesn't matter. I mean, it matters to Paul Manafort, but it doesn't really matter in this story. The Ukrainian government did this for, for political reasons to sink Donald Trump's campaign. There is absolutely no question about it. swimming because remember the press will say nothing to see here all of this is fact all of this is backed up with solid reporting with actual documents no conspiracy here these are the documents but something else happens okay at the same time the black ledger comes out Barack Obama decides to announce that there's a new ambassador in town, a new sheriff. She's going to. She decides to do a couple of things. Okay. Lusenko, remember, he's the guy who replaced the corrupt guy. He's actually now sworn in. He's been a temporary guy, but he's now sworn in as the guy we all trust. Except there's a problem. Okay. Because he still wants to investigate the missing money. So the new ambassador comes in and she calls Lusenko in for a meeting. And she says, look, there's some people, prosecute people. You can't, well, we don't know the names of the people. They were unnamed uh, Ukrainians. <laughs> but also, you can't prosecute or look into anything here who's the vice president's son works for, and John Kerry's uh, son is involved. And you also can't prove, you can't prosecute these people. Gone. Millions of dollars, gone. This is the U.S. ambassador, the brand new one. She comes in, the first thing she does is call him in and says, you, you have a hard line. None of this. And there's some people, too, we don't know who they are, some people, too, that you also can't prosecute, and they're Ukrainian citizens. Wow. Oh, oh. She also does one more thing. Late 2016, she says, no visas for you, because he still has prosecutors looking into all of these things. And he just wants to get... They pack up all of their briefcases with all kinds of papers, uh, and they come up with a few things that they just want to talk to the DOJ and the U.S. Attorney General. Because remember, they're partners. These guys are partners with the FBI wedding bells. So we should be able to communicate, right? She says, no. No visas for you. No soup for you. And it was really nothing important. 
there were about five or six things that they wanted to cover. Uh, they wanted to expose that the DNC and Ukrainian officials were gathering tr uh, dirt on Trump. Uh, they wanted to talk about the misappropriation of $7 billion of your money. Uh, they were influencing the U.S. election. Uh, they had records showing Burisma sending $3 million to Hunter Biden. Uh, they had Biden pressuring Ukraine to fire Shokin, because we remember, well, that damn Donald Trump, he pressured another government. They didn't care about this one, apparently, either. And U.S. officials interfered in the prosecution of cases in the Ukraine. This guy wanted his people to bring these things to our DOJ and our Justice Department, and Barack Obama said, no. Well, he didn't. No soup for you. Now, the next big day. First big day, opportunity. Did they have the opportunity to corrupt things? Did they have the opportunity to investigate and to embezzle money and to wash their hands of that money? Did they have that opportunity? Yes, because of this date, they got involved. This date was pretty important, but this date in November changed everything. This is the second most important day in this timeline, the day Trump wins elections, because nobody thought that was going to happen. These people had all played their hand that Hillary Clinton was going to win. Now, what do we do? Well, I'll show you what they did. In July of 2017, two years ago, the media had the opportunity to begin looking into democratic co corruption in Ukraine when the story was dropped directly at their feet. Sarah Huckabee, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, she said during an off-camera briefing on July 12, 2017, these words. Listen. I think if there's been any evidence of collusion in 2016 that's actually happened, it would be between the DNC and the Ukrainian government. Um, I don't often quote the New York Times, but even one of their reporters tweeted earlier today that why this example provides evidence of collusion, quote, cooperation was between DNC officials and officials from the Ukrainian government, not just some associates. Ukrainian actions to coordinate with the DNC was actually successful, unlike anything shown by Don Jr.'s email. Information passed to the DNC from the Ukrainian government directly targeted members of the Trump campaign in an attempt to undermine it. And that was just Ukraine. Okay. So the incoming White House press secretary alleges that the DNC was colluding with the government of Ukraine. Together, they specifically targeted people within the Trump campaign during an election. While this sounds like a scandal that everyone should be worried about or looking at, no, no, this is about Joe Biden and Trump's phone call. Now, if the media had any shred of credibility at all, you would expect this comment to kick off at least one follow-up question. I mean, I'd be knocking people over to get to the microphone and say, excuse me. Excuse me, what's this all about? 
I mean, it would be the first question, right? Following a bombshell comment like that, I got a your income investment earners. Eh. How much do the CEOs of healthcare industry, how much do they make? Because that was the follow-up question. Yeah. They, they didn't even recognize. Well, the first person didn't. But the second person, uh, it was about Flynn and Kushner and Sessions and Don Jr.'s Russia contacts. So it, 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 they seem to miss that. I don't know. Selective hearing, perhaps. I have that with my wife sometimes. I have to admit it. Maybe they thought Sarah Huckabee Sanders was their wife. Hand-delivered an insane story. Gift-wrapped in a nice little Tiffany's box. Boom. Out. All they could think about was ask about tax increases and then back to Russia. And the media wonders why Trump is losing his mind every time they ask him a question. Okay, so who, who, is, who, is, who is doing all of this? Ah, there are two people that went to jail. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. There were two people that were convicted. They haven't gone to jail yet because their case was overturned by a technicality, and the prosecutors... Who were the people that the Ukrainians decided to uh, take to court for interference in a U.S. election. Wow, that seems like a name we should all know, right? You'll never guess. It was, uh, it was this guy. You, you remember the Black Ledger and Manafort? It's this guy. Oh, my gosh, this guy. Oh, my gosh, this guy's the head of this thing. He's going to jail? How ironic, the Anti-Corruption Bureau, the head of that, is corrupt. <laughs> Who would have... They go to court, and they are convicted, found guilty of interfering in our elections. Hmm. Uh, media doesn't cover that here. <laughs> Who would be interested in something like that? So the verdict is guilty, but... The evidence was interesting. First of all, in April, former Prosecutor General Lusenko, the good guy, remember, that came in after the bad guy was taken out? He decides to give an interview with Ukrainian media. And in that interview, he makes a stunning comment. Quote, I don't know how, but the Americans got an audio recording of Mr. How do you say his name? Sitnik of his conversation. Now that's the guy who ran the anti-corruption bureau. He was resting and he'd like to help Hillary. Huh. So the guy who was in charge of the anti-corruption, they caught him on tape talking about how he'd like to. Well, let me play it for you. Now this is the first time, strange because it's been out in the newspapers in Ukraine. This is the first time that we know of that this has been translated by anyone in the media in English. I just want you to listen. Now, the speaker you're going to hear is Director uh, Sitnik, and this is what he said. Listen. <laughs> Ну, не так, что Хиллари, по-моему, не видела. 
Now, the only reason why anyone knows about this recording is because of a Ukrainian member of parliament in October of 2017, Borislav Rosenblatt. He filed a claim and said these guys are guilty of interfering uh, with U.S. elections. And, uh, And he had the audio. Ukrainian court agreed. Lushenko appealed the decision. Rosenblatt leaked the audio recording, but despite all nobody in the media here cared. I don't care. Hmm. Okay, so then we find this big gap. Almost all of 2018, nothing happens because two things are happening. We're approaching a big date, and it's not this one. Nothing really happens because in the U.S., the Mueller investigation is underway, and in Ukraine, political upheaval is crazy. So people, I think, are kind of in their shell. Nobody's moving because nobody knows what's coming. Remember, they set this whole machine up for Hillary. They set it up for the DNC. Now Trump wins. Trump is becoming unstable. People don't like him there. Holy cow. So nothing really happens during 2018. And then April of, uh, of uh, 20, is it 2018 or 29? Yeah, 2018. In April of 2018, uh, the Mueller report comes out, and it's a zero. A zero. That sucks. But you know what happened 11 days later? An atomic bomb. This is what, that is 2019. It's, it's April 2019, not 18. Uh, this is when there's new leadership in Ukraine. Now, nobody saw this guy coming, just like nobody saw Donald Trump coming. 
Okay? Nobody thought this was going to happen, and nobody thought this was going to happen. You know who this guy is? This is the guy who is the – he's kind of like the John Stewart. He didn't say he was going to do anything. He didn't explain any policies. He refused – he doesn't like any of this crap. And he's been on television saying, this is insane. The whole country is corrupt. Well, uh, whether it was a joke or whether he planned on winning, he wins. And nobody sees this. Everybody's like, wait, the comedian is now our president? Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because all over the world, no matter where you are, people are sick of the lies and the corruption. So they hire him. Now, what's really weird is uh, at the same time, remember this lady? Just a few days later, Trump fires her. And then just a few days later as well, the because the DOJ is like, wait a minute, telling people not to come in with this. We know that this guilty verdict just happened where they're admitting to do it. We lost all of this money. I don't know about you, but I think I would investigate the investigators. I would investigate where did this start? Because it seems to be starting with a chalupa, right? Then in July, this guy decides his ambassador is corrupt as well. And so they both replace their ambassador. So now the pipeline is clear. Now no one is standing in the way us about. But concentrate on this date. Forget about all this. This is a conspiracy. Concentrate here. Trump made a phone call. Trump made a phone call. You see how none of this is being talked about? They're talking to you about Joe Biden and his son. Skip, 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 skip. And Trump made a phone call. Doesn't work. It doesn't work. Let's just think about this for a second. Let's just take a minute to think about it. Then Stu and I think Jason, are you going to join them? I'm not sure. Uh, and Howerton are going to join uh, and try to take some of your questions and things. I got more. <laughs> but let me catch my breath. You think about this. Let's spend about social media. At this point, I want you to know. I have an investigator that I would really like to hire. You know who it is. Well, you don't know who I'm thinking, but you'd know who this person is that I think can actually dig. This is stuff that we just dug up. This is stuff that's been in the press, been in the New York Times, been somewhere, but nobody has put it all together. I'd like to hire an investigator because nobody else seems to be interested in this timeline. How this research and this reporting was done comes from our subscribers. And I urge you, if you have, what is it? It's Starbucks. If you would subscribe to the Blaze TV, we can do more of this. And it's really important. So let me just do a real quick pitch. Please join us at Blaze TV. Just become a team member with us. TV.com slash Glenn. Is it Glenn or Beck? Yeah, Glenn. Uh, use the promo code GB20OFF and you'll get 20% off your membership right now. Please do that. 
Stay in touch. WGHE Radio presents Hot Damn Politics. Queen of the two lands, Nefertiti. Egypt cries out for your help. The menacing Hyksos have invaded the minds of your people and have set up their own capital at BTR. For BTR, they have disrupted many of our communication routes. We must stop their conquest before it is too late. Here at WGAG Radio, we are safe from immediate attack. Although the Hyksos have the gall to demand tribute, we may need to supply troops and arms to our compatriots to the north to help repel the Hyksos incursion. They will look to you, almighty Nefertiti, for support. But now, we too have a new weapon. Our wise military leaders have become proficient in the use of the dreaded sounds of Nuwafu, and we shall turn it back upon our enemies and drive them before us. If only our trouble was limited to the north. Reports from our southern border show that the black devils are once again taking advantage and distracted the minds of your people, and if the Nuwapians are to emerge intact from these turbulent times, much will be required of you. Your mission, if you choose to accept it, is to break the spell of ignorance with Nuwapu. As always, if you are a member of the Brain Trust's caught or killed, WGAG will disavow any knowledge of your actions. This tape is self-destructed in five seconds. Good luck, Nefertiti. Keep your head to the sky, be strong, most of all. Hold on, hold on, be strong, hold on, be strong. 
please welcome the Brain Trust. The Brain Trust. The brain trust. The Brain Trust. Brain trust, the brain trust.
welcome, please welcome the Brain Trust. The Brain Trust. The Brain Trust. What up, though? What's going on? What's happening, everybody? Welcome to Hot Damn Politics. It is I, says me, Nefertiti in the building, right here on the radio. What's good? You good? I'm good. You great? Because I'm fucking great. What's happening, everybody? We about to get into it tonight. We got a lot to build on, a lot of things to talk about because it is ever-moving shit popping off like fireworks every day out here in the world. So we have a lot to um, talk about. So what we're going to do first is actually do this. Hold on one second. Ah, I came on a little too early. <laughs> give me one second. And we go do the thing. I'm going to give you this real quick. Members of Congress expressed optimism Sunday about the prospects for reaching a deal to avoid the fiscal cliff. Fragile ceasefire between Israel and Hamas is entering its third full day, and both Israelis and Palestinians. Bottom line, Senator, if uh, the president nominates Ambassador Rice to be the next Secretary of State or some other. Supplementary question Do you personally believe that gay people are born gay? Impact statement tonight the Talking Points memo. Hot damn politics. 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 I'm back now with the Brain Trust panel. Brain Trust. Brain Trust. Brain Trust. Brain Trust panel. These niggas won't hold me back. 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 The brain trust panel. Brain trust. Brain trust. Brain trust. Brain trust. Brain trust. Hot diggity damn politics. I put that shit on everything. Hot Damn Politics, Wednesday nights at 9 p.m., only on WGAG Radio. All right, all right, let's get back to it. My bad. Now I'm ready. Forgot I have some food on the stove. I get in the zone, man. I start... Getting focused and shit. I forgot that I have food on the stove. Don't want to burn that up. That would be terrible. That <laughs> would be terrible. So I had to go take care of that. But uh, welcome to Hot Damn Politics, y'all, man. It's good to see everybody up in the building uh, right here tonight. So let me say what's up, though, to everybody that's in attendance because you can do anything when you want to be here. So that's what's up. We start with Yon Taekwondo is in the building. What's happening with Yon Taekwondo? J1 is in the building. What's happening, J1? Son, Rob, Rick, my man Raymond Rick is in the building. Check out his podcast on um, Spotify. Hit him up on LinkedIn. Uh, the Inner Visions of a Political Hustler. Uh, check out that. He do his thing over there. Show the brother support. Uh, Sister Zena is in the building. What's happening? 
SG, twice as nice. J1 is in the building, twice as nice. Newbie Rock Week 9 is in the building. What's happening, Newbie? Miss Hudson, Ohio Finest is in the building. What's happening, Miss Hudson? Doc Mechanic is in the building. What's up with you, Doc? She, Doc, as she goes by also. Good to see you tonight. Brian Orion, what's happening? My birthday queen. It was good to see you in the building. Ariska Gal 2020 is in the house, man. She will wake the dead to consume the living. Good to see you, Rish. Well, Mr. Lowry, I see over there in AP2. He'll be joining us soon. And, of course, and, of course, say the best for last, uh, Miss WGAG herself, Don Nicoleon. What's happening with you, Don? You're not here today's show. Make sure you go ahead and get it on YouTube on Lockdown Radio, or you can go into the Blog Talk Radio homepage, and that will give you every show since the inception of WJG Radio in 2008, where you can get every show that go live on this network. You hear me? All right, y'all. So, hey, if you didn't hear that first hour, man, um, you got to play it again. Go ahead and listen to it, or you can look it up yourself. Go ahead up, bitch you, and um, get up, bitch you, and go look up the Ukrainian DNC connection to uh, the corruption over there. And I really played it because I wanted to go back to get to the present and to see the future because sometimes you always got to remember things that happened in the past, right, to find, to see what you're looking at, right? And then that will give you an inclination of what is to come if you can put everything in perspective. Because remember, these folks' um, job is to confuse and cause chaos and to get you to not to remember, you know what I'm saying, to get you to not be able to put things together. They every Everything that happens, they wanted to make make you think that everything is an isolated incident. You just got this thing that just happened to happen. You then got this thing that over here that happened, and you got this over there that happened. And they all look different situations, but in fact, they're all interconnected. You just got to be able to see what it all leads to. You got to see, you know, what the aftermath of a situation that happened in the past. You see what I'm saying, Ms. Hussey? Because a lot of people don't look at the residue or the remnants of a situation. It's like when a, something explodes, right? When I was a youngster, when I was about 13 years old, um, I was in a, a junior high. I was in the eighth grade, and uh, – and I got hit by a debris of an M1000, which is a quarter stick of dynamite for people who know what M1000 is. They um, pop a lot of those around uh, when I grew up. You know, they still, people still do it who got a fetish to hear big shit go boom, right? And um, check it. Um, so when you get – so when someone throws the uh, M1000, you get hit – it's, it's shrapnel, debris. You get hit with debris. And so my point being is that you have residue, you have shrapnel from explosions in the past that actually kind of correlate to today. It's just the aftermath, as you want to call it, the aftermath. 
of a situation. And so the reason why I played that clip is because I'm, I'm started, I started reasoning with a lot of shit that I'm seeing and knowing that most of us here already know the end game. We, 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 you know, we were intellectually uh, astute to be able to put and to, you know, summarize and what, what is the end game for all this, all this shit? And that is uh, control of all peoples, all populations, all nations, and shit like that, right? So when you're looking at what ha- what's happening with the Ukraine situation, I said, damn. I said, this was another major uh, situation that they had to have to, to induce emergencies. You know what it is to induce. If you ever um, was pregnant and you ever had C-sections such as myself or, <laughs> you know, they induce your labor, right? And so this shit is induced to create a, a, a type of hardship all over the fucking world. Because they have to speed things up. For every for, for every action, right is the equal opposite reaction. So for there who are there to serve the the forces who seek to harm and control, there are forces who seek to liberate and have understanding, right? So they know they have to they have to hurry up. The, their time is is limited in in a lot of ways. That's what Mr. Lowry keeps saying. You'd be like, their time is up, you know, and I, and I get it because this clock is ever ticking. So they got to create all this shit to, um, to jump shit off, man, because, again, they've been planning this uh, great reset for over 20 years. This is nothing, you know, this is shit that they've been talking about instituting and implementing for a long time. And to pull off grand, grand schemes, it takes time, and you have to be patient, but you have to slowly but surely create situations that then allow people to uh, to get this ball moving down here, right? So look, so what Glenn Beck was talking about the happenings in 2014, people forget when they when Obama and them gave aid in 2014. It was the same time, it was at the same time where Russia, check it, where Russia um, took over Crimea, right? I don't know if if many people remember the Crimea situation. Um, And it was kind of like a big deal, but not really a big deal, you know what I'm saying? What am I, hold on. I just looked in the chat room. I celebrated 105th episode. You already did 105 episodes? What up, Mr. Uh, um, Son Rock? You already did 105 episodes of, of, of Intervisions of a Political Hustler. When, when did you start that? When did, when did you start that? Like a couple of years ago? <laughs> when did you start it? Unless you're doing several uh, shows a day, but nonetheless... Congratulations. So, you know, we don't say congratulations. We just we just celebrate the um wow. That's what that's called consistency and that's called putting in the fucking work. hundred and five episodes. That means I mean that clearly means you're doing more than one or two or three shows uh a week and that's what's up. 
That that really is. Keep keep going up, man. Keep going up. Keep doing your thing. Like I said, it, it all takes time. If you've been doing it since October 21 to to amass the following that you want and you seek, you just gotta keep pushing. You just gotta keep pushing out, pushing out the content, pushing out the content. That's just what it is, man. Those who have patience are the ones who really who 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 garner the the great shit in life. That's what I'm. That's just my thoughts. Those who have who have real patience. All right. So, um, do it. So, so when old boy took Crimea, not to mention the Chechnya situation. Chechnya was coming, becoming a part of Russia again. You got to remember before the former Soviet Union was broken up. You have to remember how many so the landmass that Russia once had. And so what is Russia sitting on? Russia is sitting on uh, outside of Africa. Russia is the most naturally mineral-rich, element-rich place in Europe, right? This is why they are so problematic because, again, they supply 60% of all energy in Europe, okay? So they know that it was several strategically, if they had to pull this whole fucking shebangabang off, which is the Great Reset, and do it the way they want to do it and implement it the way they want to implement it, they know that there's a couple of strategic countries that have to fall in line who have to be broken down so they can go ahead and get the people to succumb and all the the people in government to roll with it. It's America, Russia, right? And now I'm really peeping India, right, and India. I don't count China. China is, is a whole other monster, to be quite honest with you. It's a whole other monster. But they need India, right? So when, so when you go back to that, and then you got all this shit popping off, now it makes sense why the phone call happened with Trump and why they brought in the Selinsky cat that came off the back of Obama in 2015. Because remember, it was a coup in Ukraine. It was a coup to get the sitting guy out in 2014 to bring in the actor, the comedian in 20 or 20. Yeah, 2015 is when he came. In. 2015, he came out. I think he came in either 2015 or he came in same time as Trump. So remember. All them officials in Ukraine have already been paid. So he is literally a paid informant or a paid agent of America. With the past administration and all those people who all benefit from that from that situation. That goes back to Hillary Clinton and a whole plethora. You already see, because remember, again, why why do and got to think about it like this too. Why do they give the money to a country like Ukraine who has been traditionally corrupt since the break off from Russia? Well, they put 1.8 over there so then they can go behind that and go, go get money and go run businesses out there. Who got business dealings in Ukraine? Who been had business dealings in Ukraine? John Kerry, who happens to, to be the envoy for the Biden administrator right now. Mitt Romney, who's become a total paid for, now he's he flip-flopping on the other side, 
Romney and his children. You got the Clinton Foundation up in that bitch. <laughs> you got the Clinton. You got the okay. You got Clintons in there. That administration's in there. Who else is in there? You got Hunter Biden and his crew. That's all in there. So they gave it. They gave them people 1.8 so they can go ahead and get money. It ain't no different now. But here's the play. The reason why this shit is is truly um jumping off because they have to continue to have um. Like I said, these series of events to to apply pressure to be able to enforce this new shit that they want to get in. Because again, if I told you, if they don't, people, if if, if the federal government and state governors, particularly, do not lift their emergency their emergency uh, powers, then you knew the plague was still in effect. And I, and they and they have it and they have it. So what happened the other day? Remember we was waiting on the Supreme Court situations. Well, the Supreme Court, one of the other appellate courts, not the Supreme Court, but the other higher court that's un, that's above the the district federal uh, lower courts in, in Texas that actually passed the injunctions for a mandate. They got rid of that the other day and said, uh, mandates are back in play. Listen to what they following up for, y'all. They bought the re they bought the recycle this shit in a, in I, I say after the summertime. They're getting ready to recycle they're getting ready to re up this shit again. This shit is not over. It looks over, it's not. So that's like I said, if they didn't um so my part is the the part that the Ukraine plays, the reason why they was trying to ouster Trump and get him all dirty is because he knew the all the corruption, all the shit, all the play. He know he knew what the play was. He understood it. That's why he went to. That's why he went. He went to uh, Sweden and Davos and said that America will not fall under the hands of socialists and communists. Right then and there, he said it right there. So if he not, so they saying if he ain't with this shit, we got to find a way to taint him. And take shit over. And this is where you do have the underlines of the secret government playing its hand. Because remember, that shit, it, it was them in play on January 6th. They had their actors involved in that shit. They got their actors that just involved in this shit in New York. Okay? This shit just popped off in New York. They had actors playing in the uh, attempted um, kidnapping of the governor of Michigan. Ain't nobody talking about that. How that shit not the hottest story on, uh, in the fucking news. All four of them people walked. Four. Who got so-called, they hand caught in the cookie jar on the attempted kidnapping of a sitting governor. They all walked. Why did they walk? You know why they walked? Because they were all FBI Agents. They were all assets of the FBI. They, I mean, it's on record. They were all they all snitches. They've all worked of uh, as uh, contractors for the FBI. So with them, so the ones who got caught, what they were saying is we were entrapped by people we were already working with at the FBI and trapped us fooled us into thinking that this was um, a situation that we had to get done. Look at it. They arrested 12 total who all who all on the fucking FBI payroll. 
This is why they allowed them people to walk. Because they knew if they locked them fools up, they was going to start running their fucking mouth. Nothing what's wrong with somebody talk is when they luck is run out. When they luck is run out, they'll start talking. They'll start singing like a fucking hummingbird. Well, not a hummingbird, but just maybe. Cause humming, well, hummingbirds make noise, but they make more noise with their wings, but I think you get the point. So, so being that um, they tried to run Trump on this Ukrainian thing is because they knew that Ukraine would be a player that they need in their fucking, that they need in their whole little situation. They knew that Ukraine, Ukraine under their control would play a strategic geopolitical role for the Great Reset. Because again, what countries do they need to fall in line? America, Russia, and India. Okay? Ukraine is the second largest le- uh, uh, country in Europe next to Russia. And again, Ukraine was once a part of Russia, so you can all so you can get the point of how big Russia is. Right? Not to mention Chechnya, uh, Czech Republic, and um, and some some of that shit over there. The the other countries I can't think off the top of my head, and that's no surprise, right? So, so they use Ukraine to jump shit off with Russia, and so now you got this this simulated or this stage or, you know, the staged event in Europe going on, and now they can use that event to then put all the strain on all the economies of the world and use it as a launching pad to say, this is why we're going to have food shortages. This is why we're going to have energy costs go through the roof. This is why we have to continue to print money to go send over there that didn't, didn't, in return, creates uh, inflation by the Fed. So they'll say, mm. so when you got people, and then just think about the psychological toll it takes on the average person. We ain't average around here, so we can handle what these people are actually doing out here. But to the average person, average Joe, so to speak, think about the psychological toll it plays on them. They start getting nervous. They start wigging out, not to mention the other part of, of the situation where um, when shit start getting all, you know, think about when, um, I'm trying to think of when uh, the other recessions hit, you know, I'm only 43, um, so I think about a real recession it was a little bit before my time, but I guess the last time it was hard, hard hit in America was during the Reagan administration. I was a, a young a young girl during that time, I'm, you know, 10, 11, 12, so I don't really remember it, remember, like, what it had the effect of, but crime goes up, nonetheless. Crime starts to shoot through the roof. You got this shit that's popping off, not to mention the shit that they gave those people, the jab is effective, and I'm saying this, this is my thoughts. This is this is my shit that I'm saying. I already knew that these people was going to become more inherently violent because a lot of them took that shit, and we knew that it that it has an effect not only on the DNA but also on the fucking brain. I don't know if y'all remember, but when this shit jumped off, 
one of the first people who said you're going to see a lot of violent outbursts from people was uh, Julie, Judy Mikovits. She said that shit um, is going to start treating, start fucking with these people's brain and shit fucking with their minds, and people going to start having these fits of rage. You want evidence of that shit? You want evidence of it, man? Look at over 6,000, 6,000 hostile people on planes. I've done a lot of flying in my time. I've flown a lot. I've never, in all the flights I've taken, I've, I haven't seen one, or I haven't been on a plane where there was an unruly passenger. 6,000, 6,200 fucking arrests and complaints of violent outbreaks on just on planes alone, or on planes. In a year, Miss Hudson, in a year, in a fucking year, 6,200? I'm trying to tell you, they knew that they was going to jump off this shit with this, and they knew it was going to create violence and all kind of shit and everything else. Murder, suicides is going through the fucking, fucking roof. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. People going to be snapping on people, road rage, murder, suicides. Uh, just these random acts of fucking violence. They knew that shit. So again, this allows them to usher in because they still hold emergency um, emergency powers. With the stroke of a pen, the federal government and state state governors can institute laws just like this. Mm-hmm. Just like that. As soon as they say, oh, there's got a problem, let's do it, because they ain't dropped them shits. So what I'm saying is what you're going to see very, very soon, I, I, I think from what I'm gathering, I think you're going to see, <laughs> you're going to come to the time where they about to have some fucking form of vaccine medication for all these people, man. Like that equilibrium shit is real, man. We need to rewatch equilibrium. Because they, they're creating a, a super hyper-criminalized, anxiety-filled society. And so people love pills. <laughs> they love fucking pills. And so they're going to have a pill that these people are going to be taking every day, man, to be cutting kind of things, right? Okay, so that's what, so now what are you talking about? I'm not, okay, that, okay, chill out, girl. I'm not, okay, hold on, don't, don't, don't. Larry, my bad. Come on in, Mr. Larry. Hey, hey, okay. Jeff, how are you, man? Come on in, great you day. got it. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. You got it. Yeah, great, great, great day to the family just sitting here listening on it to Napa Woman on up a little bit. And, and I do agree, people are losing their minds, their everlasting minds out this joint. Uh, keep it low, man. You know how we doing WGAG, man. We, we, 
man, we stay in our lane, we stay on top of it, you know, so so that we and our families, you know, can try to mm-hmm. figure a way around it. You know, uh, this is going to be a long, hot summer. We're going into <clears throat> midterms, a very important midterms, probably the most important mm-hmm. election in the history of this country. So we can expect madness galore to go all the way down, you know, uh, the shots, people going crazy, motherfucking Fauci lining them up for a number four, <laughs> which will make anybody go crazy. Be like, bro, you said this shit was 96% efficacious. You went yeah. from 96% effective to it will lessen my symptoms to it will prevent me from dying to no none of those three <laughs> shots work. You gotta take a fourth one. <laughs> uh, hey, and, and that's just how they roll. You see what they did with inflation in two and, and earlier when it first four percent, they said, Oh, it's just transitory. Six percent it was uh, what was the story? <laughs> and six percent it was oh, uh inflation is good actually. The shit got to eight, then it was uh, he didn't lose the supply chain. Now this shit is probably hitting 12. All oh, it's Putin's fault. So oh, they man. just keep going and going and going. This is hilarious. What's and up, then it's crazy. Larry? Now, this shit is beyond <laughs> gaslighting people, right? Man, this is helium. Man, because it's crazy because you know they lying. They be lying when they know that we know, that they know we know they lying. And they still lie. So... Uh, we can expect for it to heat up, you know. Uh, distractions galore. Right. Distractions galore. This thing is going to heat all the way up. You know, we got a man, a, a little eight-year-old boy over in D.C. was found. Mm. He hung himself. Mm. Uh, they found the boy hung in the house. And I'm like, man, what kind of shit is that? What eight-year-old would even think of hanging himself? I know we got depression and stuff <laughs> like that. But, mm-hmm. like, God damn, like, watch your kids and what they looking at, you know, on those iPads mm-hmm. and the YouTube stuff. We got to watch that because they putting something in it. You know, they putting something oh, in yes, those cartoons. Yeah. All, the subliminal, all the subliminal messages all day, every day. And, 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 and then it becomes, not to mention, they become addicted, you know, like yeah. <clears throat> an addict. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And so, we go, yeah, continue. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just just, just, um, you know, just watch that. But you were talking earlier at the top of the hour about the Russian thing. You know, the most interesting yeah. thing that came out of Russia was all those goddamn bioweapons that Putin done dropped the motherfucker. He done blew the whistle on them. All those bioweapon labs over there in Ukraine. Right? There in Ukraine. Yeah, they over there cooking up stuff. You know, they cooking up stuff, man. Like you ain't never seen stuff cooked up before. They've been they've been laundering money all. We we send five hundred million dollars over oh, there. Yeah. You know, per year. That's why they went after Trump. Trump threatened that bankroll. They got mad at him and tried to impeach his ass. You know, uh, five hundred million dollars per year is a lot of money. So it's a lot to meet the eye <clears throat> that we're not aware of. Um, you know, going on over there in Europe. Uh, you know, I, I don't go to Paris. <laughs> Everybody who like to go on these great European trips, stay the fuck out of Europe right now. I 
tell you that much, you know. Uh, For real. But it's a lot of interesting things going on, you know, now that that, that, you. that Ukraine thing. I, like, I, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I was just I was just thinking about that shit. I was like, man, that they they knew that they was going to uh, use Ukraine eventually. Like Ukraine, the reason why they went in there and, and gave all that money to control that government and to ouster the last regime is because they knew eventually they would have to use that company or that country right. to geopolitical, you know, from where it is positioned. In Europe, and they knew that they were you. It was an asset for them to pull the shit off that they got going right now. All this shit, like I said, because everything is going to be blamed on that. And so this is how you can usher in your 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 new your uh, CBDC, whatever the fuck is going to call it, your federal coin, and all this shit. Because if they can put enough pain on these on these folks, they'll say yes to just about anything. They'll say yes. If they say this is going to be what we need to relieve all this shit, you want to get rid of the inflation, you want your shit, just your meat to stop being 40% higher than what it was, you want this to stop, we got to usher this in. This is the solution, and people are going to – they're going to say yes. They're going to say right. yes. They got every angle covered, Mr. Lowry, y'all. They got every co- every angle covered for every for every type of person and every type of thought. So you got the people who say uh, equity and inclusion and equality. Well, they got the digital shit for them because they're saying this is the way to bring in equality and stuff like this because you can create digital. You know, you can have these digital assets that. Um, you know, that'll be able to help you. We, everybody can kind of start from this new starting point and, and have this um, ability to, to get this digital money and shit like this. This is how you can go ahead and uh, have a fair playing field. They already drumming that fucking drum. They already starting to beat that drum. I see it in articles all over the place talking about this is the key to equity and equality is if we introduce a, um, a digital coin, a federal digital coin. Okay, and then you got the people who are gonna say, well, um, everything is fucking high, and uh, they're getting pressure. You know, they feeling the pressure of not being able to keep up with the rate of inflation. So they gonna be like, yeah, well, let's do the federal the federal coin. Not to mention everything with the credit systems that they're trying to knock out of the way eventually. But um, yeah, man, it's just uh, <laughs> I see it coming quick. It's just, it's, they own that. It's just to me. It just reminds me of the snowball, man. This is snowball that goes downhill. How to start from a little itty bitty size of a tennis ball and pick up so much steam and traction that it, it's it's an unstoppable force at one point until um it hits its plateau until the the shit is leveled out. But yeah, and that's how I see they're using this little war, fake this fake stage shit that they got that they intentionally started. And by using their their puppet over there, Zelensky, to get to get this shit going, and this is why you got all this you this support Ukraine. I don't give a two shits about Ukraine, but yeah, <laughs> and I'm just saying. <laughs> and then you know, I watch um I watch the show Billions, one of my favorite shows. I don't watch a lot of shows, but the ones I do, I rock with. Billions is one of them, and to me, art imitates life, and so this last episode spoke of, of a billionaire who basically ran for president, a, a, a different type of, um, you know, uh, eccentric billionaire who speaks all about pos- uh, positivity and 
and uh, the, the looks of the future and the shit that they create. And so his name is Michael Prince. And, and I was like, well, who can be that motherfucker right now? And then I started thinking, I said, well, it, it, I think it would be Elon Musk, especially if I think what he's going to do with Twitter, if he pulls it off, that will ingratiate him with a lot of people if he forces a hostile takeover of Twitter because Twitter has been this lightning rod of free speech and what you can and what you can't say and things like that. And so being that he bought the largest amount of shares on that, on that situation and he didn't take a seat at the board, what does that even mean that he didn't take a seat at the board? Well, being that he didn't take a seat on the board of directors, y'all, that means he can go out and buy as much uh, stock as he wants. So he has the ability to flip the board of directors because that's how you do a hostile takeover, you got to have enough board members who you eventually basically, you buy out, right? You buy them out and, or you buy their support um, for you for you all to take over the company. And so I'm like, he already runs the space program, right? He runs the space program. He has the boring company, which is, um, which is underground, um, uh, underground um, system, you know, like tunnel system and shit like that. And then I was like, damn, they, that's the shit that they were just playing on in uh, billions, but they was doing it under the guise of, of the Olympics coming, but it was the same dynamic. And then I'm like, then he got Neuralink. And I'm like, then what is Neuralink going to be used for? And that what takes me back to equilibrium. Okay, they took a shot in equilibrium to keep those so they can say we live in a peaceful society, everybody's calm, everybody's happy, and, you know what I'm saying, everybody's obedient. Well, you got Neuralink. He says, uh, and you look at him speaking, says that Neuralink is the only way this implant, this chip in people's head is the only way that they're going to be able to keep up with the advancement of the technology that they're getting ready to roll out. So those people are going to need to stay to be able to keep up by getting this neural link. But then I start thinking long COVID, so so to speak, in in its drawbacks. What are they saying? That's called that causes uh cognitive um dis uh dis disabilities, right? So your cognitive, the way you're able to think, um so we know Neuralink, for people to really gravitate to something like Neuralink or people who are willing to actually put something in their head, it has to be a, a epidemic of of mental issues or of degenerative brains or whatever the case may be. So what are they saying about people who had long COVID or basically people who got jabbed, their brains are shrinking. This is what they're saying. Their brains are shrinking or they have an inflammation of the brain that brings on other types of disabilities and diseases, right? And so this is how you can get people um, to say yes. You know what I'm saying? You've got to create enough type of desperation for people to, who, have, who, who normally would have said no to say yes to a thing. Yeah, you know? So I'm just saying how you, Ruby, um, what I'm saying is how, you, it's, it's how, how the, the people are going is to. It's understatement now. <laughs> <laughs> That's an understatement. Is, it, is that right? Man, this is has to be the greatest human experiment ever, ever since they started tracking ever. You know what I mean? And that's a lot of goddamn years, man. Uh, Houston, we got a problem. 
you know, uh, they're not going to be able to do some crazy ass utopian stuff like link humans and your brains with computers. You can do that shit on TV because you're writing a script, right? You can do anything on TV. But they are not going to be able to figure out the mastery of the creator of it all. They're not going to be able to do it. Oh. In the process, you're going to have a lot of brain hemorrhages. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't. I'm, I'm I'm quite sure it's possible, but with this crop of, of uh, psychopaths that's up there cooking up all this shit, they 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 don't have mm-hmm. access to uh, the larger universe. Mm-hmm. Like we just not here floating on fucking Earth, independent of everything. All them goddamn stars in the sky. Stars for as far as the eye can see, and all those stars are giving out energy, and no, 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 no telling what type of energy is giving out if it's in a different realm of that sky. You know what I mean? That shit millions and millions of me, so we don't know. But yeah. we ain't independent of that shit, so they can try and try and try. The only thing that's going to happen is going to be mass. Slaughter. Period. You know, they got a better shot just making straight robots and calling it quits right there. But when you're talking about integrating <laughs> the 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 human with these computers, there's too many. We only know a fraction. Because every time they go to a smaller particle, it's a bigger world in that smaller particle. Every mm-hmm. time. We don't went from a quark to goddamn nano. Then they made some, okay, goddamn, it's just mm-hmm. quantum. Like So now they are telling you, okay, quantum, it's a whole bunch of shit that we don't know. You see what I'm saying? And and, and that's how wow. it's going to... That that time, man, we're on a collision course for mass slaughter. And, you know, it's a win-win for them. You know what I'm saying? It's a win-win. They they get to spread out on the earth a little bit more. You know, they're trying to put us under control of what they're trying to do. But, you know, I, I, I hear technology. I mean, mm-hmm. like, Technology has been evolving since I was born. It will continue to evolve. Uh-huh. But when you get to that level where you are the created, trying to take the role of the creator, uh-huh. you ain't got all that juice. You see what I'm saying? Like like when I go to the table to negotiate, and mm-hmm. I'm very confident of what I do, but I always mm-hmm. keep something in my back pocket just in case right, my right. grand plans don't work. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, damn, right, right, right. that shit didn't work, right? Hey, it usually do. It's, it's, but always, this time it's it always our job to expose what these motherfuckers are doing so you can go the 
opposite polar opposite man, way. Man, go the polar opposite Theory. direction. The you polar know, opposite uh, way. You know, right now, you know, I said before, uh, but the question was asked last week, and I thought about it all week or the week before last was, well, how do you organize in this type of environment, <clears throat> right? Mm-hmm. And then the, the answer just came up to me like, my nigga, you got to jump through that hole on your fucking own, mm-hmm. right? So the days of follow Martin Luther King and all these other motherfuckers, those days are over. It ain't it ain't on that time no more. The time that we on each individual is gonna have to jump through the hole in the fence and we are going to now have to operate in the spiritual or the vibratory realm. You know, and if you get enough people that can come up on that vibration, we can affect the overall vibration of the earth that's the realm that they don't have that's the realm they're trying to get into mm-hmm. that's the realm they're trying to tap because every time they they try some shit like this you know is a, a, a creative thought starts some shit and the people started my fuck rebelling against their grand mm-hmm. plans and that's up on that 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 realm that they they are trying to get to it and control it but they can't right um mm-hmm. So everybody's just going to have to get right with themselves and jump through the mm-hmm. hole in the fence and duck those motherfucking white right vans. You see that white van with, with the red cross sales. coming like in that movie? Just run, nigga. <laughs> like, yeah. Get right with themselves can. by knowing yourselves and understanding the landscape, man. That, that's that's it. what shit is. It's, it's just it's it. something to and behold. We'll I just be love right to watch it. Mm-hmm. I love to watch it and talk about it. This is why I do high damn politics. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I can observe it and then talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's just what it comes down to. All right. And uh, even um, on quantum tech, before you move, though, now, but even mm-hmm. on quantum tech, they're going to go into quantum and there's a greater power and something that's powering the quantum. Everywhere we look, there's something powering something. Every time we go, oh, shit, it's, it's something in there, right? Because human beings, boy, we ain't got so goddamn egotistical, right? So we see things from this human body experience, and we think we're the center of this big-ass universe. We are mm-hmm. part of the much bigger So what we think is the smaller is actually the bigger. Our asses is the smaller. So when you go into that quantum, they're telling us we're finding smaller and smaller particles. But what I'm Mm -hmm. finding is inside those encased small particles is actually a bigger universe. Like we're made of a collection of cells and atoms, right? Mm -hmm. So is we're made from that smaller thing, but the smaller thing is actually the bigger thing. We're the smaller thing. We're the ones who's trapped in this body. So even with the quantum, I saw that com- that that comment. The, all they're mm-hmm. doing is tapping into a a bigger unseen. We just can't see it. 
We can't see it through our human dimension. Just like a dog, you can't hear on those octaves that a dog can hear on. Certain things we can't see. That's why you need that rain to create a prism in the sky, and then you can see those colors. We call them a rainbow. Those colors are there, right? But we can't see them ordinarily until uh, moisture and rain causes like a mirror effect almost. Then we can see those colors. But those colors are there, right? They ain't gone nowhere, or else they wouldn't be there when you see them. So that inside that quantum, I'm betting my last dollar. They ain't accounting for. That's what's, that's that's why none of this is actually going to work because we do not have. How, how you see? How, okay, so how do you see? So mm-hmm. so how do you see it playing out? Give, give it to us. So what's going to be the from from your perspective? What's going to be the the side factor? What's going to be the event that stops it? that stops them from rolling out straight up um, Web 3.0, digital currency. Oh, shit. They're gonna, um, what, gonna, what, what, what's going to be the event? They're going to blow another moon. Huh? I think, uh, who was that? And the teachers, uh, Elijah, he was talking about how the motherfucker tried this shit mm-hmm. before, and that was in the making of mm-hmm. the moon. He couldn't do it. He tried to. Mm-hmm. He couldn't. And that's why we got the moon. The moon is was once a piece of the earth. All the water fell back mm-hmm. on that part, and the moon shot out, out in the sky. Therefore, if you go to the moon, there's nothing but a dry piece of earth. There is no water, no gravity, no nothing up there. There's no light, so, anything. Well, we so what are you saying is going to be the event? If we're going to end up having another fucking moon, they're going to blow it out. It's going to self-destruct. Now, uh, of course, I'm using moon as, as as a metaphor, but it's going to end in a yeah, catastrophic. It's going to end in a catastrophic event. It's going to have uh, a, a mm-hmm. dire effect on living organisms as we know it. That's mm-hmm. where it's going to end up. That's where it's going to, because see, he's just going to keep getting frustrated. It's in your tablet, right? Never once did mm-hmm. this motherfucker say, "Okay." <clears throat> Right? I'm sorry. We tried it. It didn't work. That's not what's written. The more it don't work, the more they try. The more they press. The more they press until Uh you pressed yourself into a catastrophic event. The only way that that can be avoided is uh, by some miracle, uh, 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 black folks wake the fuck up and stop doing all this shit. That, that that will be the only way. Oh, so it, so you? Yeah, I don't. <clears throat> I'm trying to believe in niggas. I really am. You know, I mean, well, see, there you go. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, because see, they yeah, can't get rid of us. Oh, oh no. we're natural to this <laughs> earth. They're not going to be getting rid of us. So in their they say, they, they say always bet on black. Okay, I'm I'm gonna I'm put a I'm gonna put something on black. <laughs> And put a little something on black. <laughs> like, cause I don't. They they can't. I don't know. I don't think it was right. enough of us. If we if we don't if we don't use information given given to us by what we've been taught, you know, all these years, then um, yeah, I I, it's not I agree. Willing to not be slaves. It's not. It's not enough. For, it's not enough. Not willing to be slaves to the system to uh to to defeat that. 
I don't so know. You're looking at so a it's gonna take another course. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I ain't counting on no niggas. It's <laughs> 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 not enough. It's not enough for one to be free. It's, it's not enough for them right. to be free. Well, the damage, oh, yeah, yeah. It, it, the damage is mm-hmm. done. So, and otherwise, you're looking at a <clears throat> catastrophic event because see, when water. you look at these people that is 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 behind all of this psychopathic ass shit. Uh, they can't survive. I mean, it, it gets real simple. It's so simple that it doesn't even make any sense. You know, their issue is an issue of control because they can't live on fucking 80% of this earth. But they need those resources from that 80% or 85% have you. They need those resources for their survival. So they're never going to stop trying to control it. They're never going to stop trying to control it, you know, uh, and that's what's going to push it into a catastrophic event, which is probably what they want, to be honest. You know, reset. <laughs> yeah. A catastrophic Zero. event. But I tell you one thing they about to do, though, and they about to try to get that old mother, that old geezer up out the way. Listen, that White House. Did you see? Did you see? Oh, uh, them dig up Obama last week. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, I was just wondering. Obama. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, why they bring this fool out? Because you know he been over there in, uh, in in Hawaii and and all this stuff. And and I had to think. I'm like, why did they uh, summon him to come out of the woodwork and uh, start talking? and actually um, make an appearance uh, at the White House and do all this speaking. And it wasn't because of no freaking, um, no, uh, to to rehash the Affordable Cares Act. That was done almost 15 years ago. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was done in, like, 2008. That was, like, done in 2009. So you're talking about nearly 14 um, years ago. So, he wasn't brought out there to uh, talk up the Affordable Cares Act. Mm-hmm. But then they start seeing what he was doing around old old Joe. Did you see what he was doing? Did you did you did you mm-hmm. peek the uh what he did to to embarrass right. him? Right. Uh was that when Joe was wandering all around the stage? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I said, I said, okay. So I'm like, they brought Obama out to purposely make this man look uh, right, extremely senile, even more so, you know, like to make him look really bad. I mean, to ignore him in a in a public setting. Cause that's what he did. He he ignored him, right? Right. And was basically pumping up your old girl. Who's done absolutely nothing? She's right. sitting in the wings because they they continuously prepping her for for whatever. And I'm like, and then after that, when you after that event took place, I look at what the Washington Times and all of them was writing, and it was about um old boy's in, inability to uh, spark up any kind of life in his presidency. So I'm saying, so what I'm saying is they like, 
we don't think he can get the job done, meaning for what they, you know, what they want to accomplish. They don't think he can do it. So you bring out the man who has the most charisma in the last 15 years that's been on the spot, and that's Barack Obama. He has the ability to capture the room, capture people's attention, people, you know, they live, you know, they love or whatever the case may be, to just show how um, weak and feeble old boy is. And that's what, that's all the show, because that's all they talked about. I said, that was done purposely. That shit was done on purpose. I said, they did that shit well, I'm predicting show, going um, into, what is it, 2024? I'm predicting going uh-huh. into 2024, they're going to wipe his ass out, and then they're going to run the first black female lady. Y'all. It's the same thing they did with Kentonji. Um Jackson is going to be the same play that they used going into 2024. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. That, that, you know, that, that's what, because, you know, the, you know, they, they campaign by gimmicks at this point. That that is their camp. When you see all these crazy gimmicks and all this stuff, that is campaigning for them. It's one and the same. So I got them wiping them out one way or another. She assumes the office so she can become the first Indian slash Jamaican slash black slash all of this shit, right, Uh, Right. ever. And then going into the election, the, that election is going to boil down to uh, racial and uh, gender type of political thing, which is going to pull a lot of people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That, that, that uh, ideology is a very, you know, powerful thing. That's what got us in the mess that we're in now, you know. Uh, so that that's what I'm saying is going to happen with, uh, with uh, Joe Biden. Uh, clearly he's not running anything. You see what I'm saying? At all. Uh, that, that, oh, no. that, 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 he can't, that, he that, can't that, even that. show. His showings are weak. His presence. they like, damn, we thought this motherfucker would be able just to stand there and look deep, you know. He looks, Man, he, he don't even sound right when he try to play the tough boy role. Oh, you know what I mean? He'd be all on the mic exactly. yelling. He'd be looking ridiculous. Like They can't put yeah. enough fixing and in, 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 in chipping in his ass. It's just the... the, mm. the, the uh, the body, the frame is weak. The main, his frame is weak. He can't, he can't even pull the shit off. Mm-hmm. He can't pull. You know what I'm saying? He can't even pull it off. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Theory, and he can't complete it. He can't. His his body is too weak for even the chip they got in his ass. His body is too weak. You know what I'm saying? Like when the canister is hella weak, it it, it doesn't even matter. It can't. He can't function. You know what I'm saying? He, he can't function that shit. He's not, you know, he's malfunctioning. So they like, man, let's get this motherfucker up out the way. But, yeah. I but think in a way, he serves uh, a great purpose, right? Mm-hmm. So you got an idiot. So that's, that's, that's the perfect playoff move. That's, that's the deflection. So we can all write all of this off. He's not in control. He's an idiot. He's this, that, and that. And that mm-hmm. keeps the attention away. From some rapid changes, these changes are happening rapidly, man, and 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 people are just totally unaware that they have done away with the Constitution, technically. Uh, and these changes are happening so fast. Point there. And mm-hmm. he's deflecting, you know, all of it. Well, you know, there's Joe Biden. Like, 
Well, the question is, like, who the fuck you get your advisement from, Joe? That's who we want to talk to. Put your advisors on the microphone because yeah, we know it's not you. You know, um, so he's he, he's just a cover man for some very quick changes that's coming mm-hmm. to the American society at, at lightning speed, at lightning, lightning speed. And, uh, I mean, these people got uh, both sides hemmed in. Um, and uh, the, 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 the way out of it is, 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 is very, you know, difficult, you know, to see. Because people are just not willing to do what needs to be done in order to bring this shit to a halt, right? So we have those of us, you know, who's who, you know, who's trying to stay atop and 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 stay a foot ahead of this thing. So there's plenty of us out there, but there's many, much more goddamn fucking idiots uh, that's uh, dragging this thing downward. And people don't realize, man, you you, you talk about America. We've been saying down with America for years. But see, the flip side of that, that, uh, you know, America was the envy of the world as well. You know, and as far as black folks is concerned, we've said that on this show many times. You got black folks here in the worst of circumstances that's richer than a whole goddamn village. Right. <laughs> it's the middle of the fucking shit. jungle somewhere. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, America has. And, and that's to mention a lot of this shit was to stop a lot of niggas' progress, too. You know what I'm saying? And, and keep niggas under that, that, that narrative that, you know, it's all bad. Because I, right. I, I don't know. I, ho- I hope y'all know that the second largest millionaire group in this country is niggas. Right, right, and okay. and we are cursed. It's not, it's not Asians. It's right. not Latinos. It's not, it, not Hindus. It's it's niggas. Okay. All right. That's 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 the second largest group of millionaires in this country. But you know, you let people tell it. You let these a- these agents tell it. You ain't got shit. Right. It's hard to do shit, and right. they get all these black people to to then talk shit and talk down on this country as because because like again we should be running this shit. Period. Hell you no. Know? Period. Mm-hmm. We're going Go contrary ahead. to natural history. We're mm-hmm. going contrary to natural history. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And. Uh, we should be running things, you know, but, you know, the agents are, uh, unfortunately, they are embedded very deeply within our communities. That's why, uh, you know, going forward, the mode of organization is, you know, we continue to keep each other up, but each individual, like, hold you, on. You, well, you, hold on one second. Hold that thought. What part is BS? That, 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 that Nubans ain't those those second largest multimillionaire group in this country, SG. That's a fact, homeboy. It's not bullshit. That's an absolute fact. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. Straight up. 
I mean, you wrong. Go, go, go look it up, man. I, I'm not. I ain't gonna. I ain't got. I'm not trying to convince you of shit. Just go. Actually, go pick up a fuck. Go read. You know what I'm saying? Like for real. It's, it's not. It's not Asians. It's not none of that shit. It's straight niggas. Mm-hmm. And have been for for quite some time, but they fooled a lot of niggas to thinking that they're not. To thinking that they're constantly on the bottom and that there's no that uh this system could not benefit you right mm-hmm. yeah that it could not benefit that this you know what i'm saying that the shit that goes on could not you couldn't benefit from it but the weak the weak minds the the weak minds of people and niggas who thought like that um yeah they got them to believe it but when you go straight to the straight data, to the numbers, niggas are the second largest millionaire group in America. They have you thinking niggas don't, you know, it's only rappers and athletes and and shit and like that. And, and you know, right. that's what they would have you think. Mm-hmm. But, you know. I mean, it's you know, it's, it's documentaries out there. It's, it's shit out there that uh, that that tell it. Like I said, you ain't got to take my word for it. You can go just go look that shit up for yourself, and you'll find it. Matter of fact, I'll play you this little snippet. I'll play you this little snippet because let me tell you, there's always some outsiders, meaning some uh, niggas who actually mm-hmm. kind of envy after us us folks here. And who go yeah. do the homework and, and find out about it, and then spit it back and spit it back in the, in the form of a documentary. And this is why you do have such a uh, people so do be still trying to rush their ass to get up over here. Okay, so um, keep keep talking for me while I pull this up because I want to play this this snippet. I mean, I, yeah, I think uh, last week uh, now played an excellent example of the good the dude from the uh, the record company. He said it straight mm-hmm. up, right? Our whole model is built on the backs of black people. We we just monetize their culture, basically, is what they did. Um, and that was a very powerful clip. Um, and, you know, that, that that's the power of it. It's sort of hard for black people mm-hmm. to come to that realization because of the uh, lifelong indoctrination we've been under, right? That's, that's, that's one of the biggest weaknesses of the... The black power is that it automatically places us in the inferior. Uh-huh. So we can't holler that we ain't inferior, but then place yourself in the inferior at the same time. Uh-huh. That, that, that's a contradictory of terms. And uh, and I guess that's why we're walking contradictions now. But, uh, <laughs> like, right, right. Big company. <laughs> right, man. That's, why I don't, that's why I don't surround myself with a whole bunch of niggas because you know, I, they, I don't like they tell just they fucking weak. But um, here we go. Let me play this for you. Mm-hmm. In the United States, there are more and more African American millionaires. Their number has doubled over the past 25 years. Today, one in 50 black families are millionaires. Part of a new. Uh, hold on. Let me get that back. Five thousand dollars per class uh-huh. in the country. Hold on. There are more and more over the past 25 years. Today, one in 50 black families are millionaires. 
part of a new black upper class in the country. $5,000, I mean, we built the company to be a multi-million dollar business. Today, black people make up the second largest group of millionaires in the U.S. behind white Americans. But the country carries a For the general public, the most well-known wealthy African Americans are athletes, politicians, and entertainers. But far away from Los Angeles and its Hollywood stars, there's a different black elite, and it's on the rise. An upper class that makes up 3% of the African American population. This may not seem like much, but it's nearly one and a half million people. The city breeds black excellence, period. So how is this new black bourgeoisie? Some entrepreneurs are establishing businesses to support black communities. To turn the table and say, no longer will we buy white, but it's time for us to buy black. Others make a conscious effort to stay within the black community in all areas of life. I prefer her to date a black person. I want her to date a black person. Black excellence isn't limited to athletics and popular music. It's also at home in the world of business and the professional elite. I just wanted to play that snippet because it was just Nas. I, I listened to a lot of Nas, and there was this song where he talked about he said a line like, don't blow this motherfucker up before we can become the adults in the room. Like, don't blow, don't blow America up. He was like, he, he was saying in a line like, we, were, we are getting ready to take over shit. So don't let them blow, blow it up. Don't let them blow all this shit up and blow your head up with falsehoods. You know what I'm saying? And and I just find it interesting that now they kind of, um, they want you to, they want a lot of niggas to think that it's, it's all lost out here. It's all lost out here. Because I think in, inside of, all, of it all, you still have the opportunity to, to, take, to take over a lot of shit. And I was just like, damn, they wanted to stymie and shut shit down just as, as niggas was, like, really starting to take off in, in this country in particular after all these, all of these, you know, these generations, these generations. Because um, if, anything is, is, if anything is level the playing field, it's the fucking Internet. It ain't no policy that these fools put in place per se. It's the fucking internet. <laughs> so that, that's what that's what is an even playing field in relation to uh, get, getting a coin. So this is where all the transactions, with the mass majority of the transactions, going on a day to day basis, it goes through the internet. That's where it's at. Um, you know, I, 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 I agree now. I think people mm-hmm. would do well to start studying like uh, geographical uh, and demographical trends mm-hmm. more carefully and add that into the stories. Like we got to start developing a more 
holistic view of what we're looking at. You see what I'm saying? So all of this shit is fucking working together, right? And they know our population numbers is exploding, right? Despite the high abortion numbers, we are a growing segment, and they're scared as hell of that. You see what I'm saying? Um, And we continue to grow. We don't die. We multiply, right? So you got to add that that very natural factor into this because that's the number one issue of the Caucasian. It's a matter of survival for them. So all of this stuff we're putting on top of it, if you, like, strip it all apart, we're back to the same fucking original argument that we've probably been fighting with these Europeans since some dumbass black dude went and let the rock off the goddamn cave. We're fighting the same issue. So when you're talking transhumanism, when you're talking about putting people on a control grid, all of that boils down to wiping the darker people off the planet Earth. <laughs> That's what this is going So when they are giving us this false narrative Right So you do got black people out there They getting it Right We're getting it like we've never Been able to get it before Some of those opportunities Now if you out there buying whole companies You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying Like if if everything that they're saying is true You wouldn't be able to do that if everything they saying, little dusty black guy like me wouldn't be able to pick up the phone and say, Muriel, let's have lunch. I know we don't get along, but we need to have lunch. We wouldn't be able to do stuff like that. So, so there's a disconnect with the overall narrative and what actually is. Now, until we embrace what actually is, we're missing the 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 energy or the spirit or the inspiration Mm -hmm. to move a little bit forward because we don't want to take both as some fear there, right? That's probably what it is. We don't want to put both our feet on the other side of that narrative that they forced on us. I didn't write the book and said that Alex Haley was beating me with a whip. They wrote that shit. So until we come out of that narrative, it's going to be hard for people to believe that a whole lot of us is we're growing prosperous as the overall economy grows, right? Uh, so I, I, I do agree with you, uh, Neff, that it's a whole lot of us out there that's doing some wonderful things, but, you know, you would never know it when you're looking at things through the prism of, Black folks. Right. You know what I'm saying? I just, I, I, I just happened to come across that shit one night. I'm like, what the hell mm-hmm. is this? Documentary. And and, and then it, and then, uh, I know you, I want to play, how many of y'all seen the selling, the selling of the, of the Negro? How to sell to a Negro. How many of y'all seen that? How to sell to a Negro. Have we, how many, how many of y'all here today have watched that? How to sell to a Negro. Very good shit. 
<laughs> what is how to tell very, very, very good shit. Um, I think okay, I mean it's enough people who haven't who haven't heard it who haven't seen it. It, it goes to show you who they knew would be the next dominant, who would be the dominant people in in America. Because to have you did, because have you now? They've been having other groups in here. The Chinese been here since uh, uh, the Chinese been here since what eighteen forty something. Mm-hmm. Want to say the Chinese? They've been here since the eighteen fifties. Mm-hmm. First landing, first coming through in California. During the building of the, actually before the railroads, but during that time, yeah, I want to say, it's around that time, thanks to GASD, say 1845, it was, yeah, it was about that time, something like that, that they, that they came through here and, and came all along the West Coast, but, um, yeah, I just thought this shit, it was just like, um, it just goes to show you that we were always we had this level of greatness. I'm like switching the topic, y'all, because I'm just I I still be on that like niggas can have great things even within the mass confusion and chaos and shit like that. You just gotta know how to maneuver on this shit because you still got to have as many options as possible um, to to give yourself as they get ready to you know to implement whatever the fuck they're gonna implement whatever level it's gonna be. I'm just saying that you better you just you, know yeah, you gotta give yourself whatever options, they try you, know? you gotta give your give yourself an opportunity to be really really mobile. There's only two ways you can do it: either that you ain't got shit and you can be extremely mobile because usually when you pack really light and you don't have a lot of shit, you don't have no responsibilities, you ain't really got no money. You can actually move around quite quite well, actually, if it's just you, yourself, and I, me, myself, and I, as they say, right? The other one is when you have a large, good amount of, of money. That means you can change and right. pivot and do shit at the drop of a dime. But I thought the selling of a nigga was an example of how niggas have always aspired for the best, have, even through what it looked like difficult time, ha- had the best shit and, and wanted the best shit. But selling selling to a Negro... Is um I think is a is a must watch. It's very it just the psychology is a motherfucker on it. The the selling the selling to selling to a Negro, right? Ain't that what it's called? Have you seen it, Mister Larry? Selling to a Negro? No, but I would definitely put that on my list. Is that a book? A documentary? Mm-hmm. What is it? No, it's, it's like a document. It's literally like a um company manual. You know how you um okay. I could imagine. I've never actually had a job. I've always uh did my own thing, but I suppose when you have orientation or onboarding, they have um, manuals or classes, right? And that that's like orientation, right? So that's what it, right. that's like what this was. It was like the inside, say I worked for Sears. If I worked for Sears and I'm a salesperson and that's, that looked like a video, a training video you would watch to be a salesperson for Sears and how to deal with niggas. And how to sell to them and the psychology of black folks. It was it was it it was something. It was some shit, man. Selling to a selling to black is, but I think it was called selling to a Negro though. To a Negro. It ain't hard to do. Just there tell them a white man like it. Where about? All you want to play is the I just thought 
You know what I mean? Just kind of put some guns together. Here it is. It says right here. It says Washington. This comes from it said the average Negro nigger said nigger. Average Negro wage earner today gets four times more money than it did a few years ago. Few years ago, the Secretary of Commerce of the United States said today, his income has increased more rapidly than the income of all other Americans. Niggas, y'all. They remember they tell you they had nothing. Now this is in the nineteen. This is nineteen sixties. The Commerce Secretary said he pointed out that the family income of the Negro is at a record high. So now, I don't, I don't believe any of that shit that they've ever said out there. Um, and uh, I remember I used to get on Jael because you used to come in here with some stats. Niggas don't own shit. Niggas ain't got shit. We don't have nothing. You think it's worse than it was in 1954? This came out in 54, y'all. This came out in 1954. You got the level on that, Joe? Hey, how's the studio coming through? All right, the light's hot enough. Don't forget the dolly is close. All right, be sure and stay clear at number two camera. And all set. Stand by. It's called The Secrets of Selling the Negro. Look, it said it was presented in cooperation with Ebony, Jet, and Hugh. Wait a minute. Yeah, I didn't know Ebony went back to 1950. Hold on. Hold on. To be able to tell you the secret of selling the Negro, we did a lot of digging. We We went to Washington, D.C. We set up cameras and other key points around the nation. And out of this all, there emerged a story, the story of a new market. market we're talking about, the new Negro family. Their name is Wells or Wilson, Smith or Brown or Alexander or Breed. They live in Chicago, in Atlanta or New York, in Detroit, St. Louis, Los Angeles, any one of a thousand cities and towns. All over the country, families such as this are enjoying new prosperity. They have power they've never enjoyed before. They're good prospects for practically all types of goods and services. 
All too often, though, they're overlooked prospects. Why? Because of some good, valid reason? No. They're overlooked because of mistaken ideas. Because of out-of-date ideas about how the Negro lives and how he buys. The truth of the matter is that the Negro lives pretty much the same as other folks. He buys pretty much the same way, too. But just the same, a lot of over again. Uh, I don't like to do business with Negroes. They're drifters. You can't keep track of them. Yes, although a lot of people think that way, the truth is that one out of every three Negro families living in cities today owns its own home. That figure comes directly from the United States Bureau of Census. Uh, maybe so, but Negroes are poor credit risk. Not more of a credit risk than any other group. Actually, the Negro home buyer meets his payments faithfully, often more faithfully than other race groups in the same economic level. That's the information. <laughs> White man says, niggas pay their bills more on time than anybody. <laughs> what he says, so, so they not, they, they're not a credit risk. They actually pay their shit on time more than anybody. We got from people who ought to know, the National Association of Real Estate Boards. Well, maybe. A shoddy, poor-quality merchandise. No, it's just the other way around. According to leading researchers, in proportion to population and income, Negroes buy more quality products than any other comparable United States group. You see, there are a lot of confused notions about the Negro customer. But when you dig right down and find out about them, they just don't hold water. Negroes own homes. They meet their payments faithfully. They buy good brands of merchandise. So why let a lot of old-fashioned ideas hurt profits? Take a look at the real facts. Here in Washington, D.C., the nation's capital, some amazing facts and figures about this new market. That's why they want to change over this system. This why they want to change over this system. Because they knew niggas have... Us niggas had really... Um, coming to our own and have figured out this system. When you figure out a system, that's when they want to change shit up. Don't ever forget that. That used to be a saying, right? As soon as we get close, they want to change the rules. Niggas was getting the little moving the real fast. So we got to change this motherfucking system. Let's change the system. You know? Let's just, let's just, just dismantle it as a matter of fact. God damn it. That's what it is. But, well, that's been the name of the game since the beginning now. Right? <laughs> right. Come in and hijack our stuff and give us a change system. <laughs> this is y'all. Yeah. Why they busy making plenty of dollars, uh, you know, off of us, you know. But they know what it is, though, now, right? We the ones who don't know what time it is. They know what time know. it is. I know. And see, I'm the type. See, I'm a labor man. 
right? I'm an organizer. So my mindset is, boss, we ain't doing shit until we can come to terms. We ain't doing none of this shit, right? That's where it needs to go, right? The only thing that this beast is going to respect is when we bankrupt his motherfucking ass. That's the only thing. We can march. Take over. Take over. We can break over, nigga. You know what I'm saying? We could march. Uh, We could talk about Will Smith. We could talk about all those things. As long as his money flowing. Right? When when, when you, you start affecting his pockets. That's what makes them come to the table. You know, uh, and as the 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 the, the Negro stop doing that shit, you know, the whole world would the whole world will follow. You know, uh we we're, we're And that's the truth, and the whole world will follow. And the whole world will follow. I was reading this book now called this from nineteen eighteen. Somebody sent it to me. It's called The Passing of the Great Race. And the 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 guy who wrote this book, I'm, I'm about to tell you who wrote it so I can have actual fact. But the guy who wrote the book, he was a eugenist, right? Because eugen, eugenics go a long way back, um, back much further than people want to realize. That's the name of the game. That that That's where it all is, is. The control of resources is going to lead you back to eugenics, the control of the people who are sitting on the resources. So how can we con these people um, out of their shit? So in this book, it was saying, you know, this is, this is, this is a white man writing this shit. Uh, Madison Grant is his name. The Passing of the Great Race, you okay. should be able to get a PDF. And it was written in 1918. Now, uh, Madison and Grant, this guy was the chairman of the New York Zo- Zo- Zoological Society. He was the trustee for an American Museum of Natural History. Uh, he was the counselor for the American Geographical Society. So this is not a small way guy, right? He he was a eugenist. So he's they used to openly write this shit in their goddamn books. And one of the passages um, that I thought was very interesting, because see they 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 put it in such plain language. So he was talking about the Nordic race, right? So the Nordics would be sort of the prototypical Hitler race, right? The the blonde, the blue eye, right? Right, the and Norwegian, yeah. The, the, all the way up there at the ice, yeah. So they're saying that is the epitome of a perfect white race. They even have divisions with them, so they come down from the blonde to the dirty blonde, and the lowest of the low with white people will be the black hair dark eye they see them as mixed they don't even see them as uh, right right uh pure, not pure, uh, pure breed 
Yeah. So right. what he was saying was here uh, that the problem with the goddamn Nordic is he cannot live outside of a cold condition. This is what it says on page 21 right here. This is a quote. This race, talking about the Nordic, probably at that time in possession of its fundamental characters, extension from the plains of Russia to Scandinavia, was not in the nature of a radical change of environment. The race and consequences now always has been and probably always will be adjusted to certain environmental conditions, chief of which is protection from a tropical sun. The Arctic, the anti, I can't say that, mm. the acnic, mm. A-C-T-I-N-I-C, acnic rays of the sun at the same latitude are uniform in strength world over, and continuous sunlight affects adversely the delicate nervous organization of the Nordics. They can't survive. (laughs) This is very simple of why they are attacking us, right? So in certain temperatures, see, they got to live in a temperate zone. Like America is probably good for them, especially up north, because it's temperate, right? You get your four seasons. Um, They're good in the ice zone because their days are much shorter when you go up north, Iceland, Greenland, places like that, right? They have much shorter days. That's their uh, prime condition because if they spend too much time in the sunlight, it has an adverse effect on them. You see what I'm saying? Um, And this is what this is all boiling down to. I'm... I've been looking at this thing, and I'm looking at it, and I'm trying to science it up, put politics with it, but it's all boiling back down to the same thing. So here on page 74, this Nordic race can, in fact, exist outside its native environment as land-owning aristocrats who are not required to do manual labor in the fields under a blazing sun. The man in the ranks also took up his land and work in Italy, but he had to compete directly with the native under climate conditions which were unfavorable to his race. In this competition, the blue-eyed Nordic giant died, and the native survived. You see what I'm saying? So they, we, we, we got a fucking problem here, Houston. His numbers well, is dwindling. That fucking well, sun is like show. kryptonite. Show. Show. It's like kryptonite. <laughs> when we look at Superman, and you remember when Superman used to get the kryptonite, and and he can't fly no more and shit, and he can't leap tall buildings because of the kryptonite. That goddamn sun is their kryptonite. So now we want to 
developed this computer world, this utopian world, according to his words from 1918, for the sole intent purpose that he can go and live in a climate that he can reproduce himself but control the resources in where he cannot go. Isn't that what the, all of this high-tech stuff is? That's all it is, is trying to institute a system of perfect control because he himself cannot go and do what we do. It was a passage in here. This book is amazing. I, I, I'll, I'll send you the PDF now. This book is amazing Please do. because I'm like, these crackers, they got it. They know Right? We talk about it. <laughs> this shit ain't no conspiracy to them. He right. I'm reading this guy. I'm like, well, goddamn, this just sounds like a perfect, it sounds like the reset. It sounds like they was writing the blueprint for this reset much fucking longer. Oh. <laughs> and they probably yeah. were. And, it, and, it, and like I said, it's probably, they already knew a long time ago, probably. You know, they got the, <laughs> they got the book of destiny. They understood where they stood in, in, in the, like you said, the cosmic things of of all things. They understand where they stand in it all. So I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, they've been trying and to do it And then this book time. was also saying now that, like, mm-hmm. the warmer temperatures, we breed more. You know how they say Negroes draw heat? I guess that's a truism. We actually breed more naturally. But in warm temperatures, they lose their vitality. So they stop breeding, like physically. Mm. The warm and the sun is literally these people's kryptonite, according to what that white man wrote. Then he said, now, we can survive. We can stay up in our normal habitat, which is probably like a London fog, cool uh, Varying temperatures is not consistently hot below the equator, right? So they probably could survive then, but then how do I control the natural resources of the planet Earth over thousands of years? Now, you might can do it for 100 years, but you could fool some people sometime. But at a certain point, ain't none of your foolery is going to work. Now I have a problem. I got a big problem. How do we handle this? I done flooded the market with all of this money. Now money just flying everywhere, right? (laughs) Money just everywhere. So it can't be money no more. Goddamn, I ride down the street, you know, death pull up in her goddamn uh, drop top fucking post just like I don't feel so special now, right? <laughs> like how the hell right, right. happening? You know, uh, so how do you do that? You collapse the goddamn system, destroy the currency, put everybody on a digital system, and make these niggas pay for oxygen, <laughs> right? That's what a carbon <laughs> credit is. Right, make them get out there and work and slave just to breathe oxygen. Total, complete control. Because that's 
They talking global warming. We should be like, man, climate change, we for that shit. They say that the earth is getting hotter. That benefits us. You understand what I'm trying to say? Uh, oh, for sure. Hotter and, temperatures and benefit black even, people. Yeah, the planet heating up. All right, let it get heat. Let it heat up. Shit. The more carbon, just, the carbon just saying, and heat. Hey, I was just saying in the after party the other day, I said, man, it's summertime weather already, and it's early April in Cali. Usually we get a little, you know, we get a lot of April rain. We call, you know, we get April rain. Uh, it's hot. It was like 90-something degrees this past week. Go ahead. So, the, so they speak it in cold words. Early. So, so to everybody who look at the news, whenever they start talking about climate change and environmentalism, no, they're talking about how can we mitigate mm-hmm. this population problem, <laughs> right? <laughs> because there's a problem. We're their problem. The more carbon in the air, the more these niggas is going to reproduce because we get more vibrant. So that whole word. We turn up. Woo! <laughs> heat up, we turn up. No, go ahead. <laughs> so the challenge is this. How do you get it into the consciousness of, of people who've been taught for generations that they are the lesser when actually they are the special. They are the extraordinary. How do you get across to people when fucking Charles Schwab and Bill Gates and Fauci and them talking about poisoning your children? When they go to school and, and, and you got to get these shots to work and they doing all this shit, but we sitting on the land. And they're doing it through Keep fear. Keep talking, Mr. Lowry. I, and they're I, doing I, it I, through fear, I, ladies I, and I've gentlemen. I've been drinking so much water, I really got to pee, and I cannot <laughs> I hold it. And they doing it. Keep rolling. And they're doing it through Thank fear. You. See, because, see, this is the point we're at is that same bullshit that they did in Jim Crow days. Because cause we have grown politically, and we were sitting, that they used to call the Republican Party the nigger party because all the black folks down there in the South were goddamn Republicans, and we were in a position to put ourselves in legislative power according to their rules, right, in their crooked system. We were able to put ourselves in power. They couldn't have that, so they put on them goddamn hoods, and 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 did all this Jim Crow stuff and unleashed a era of terror. So we couldn't, man. We the the the, the, the people down south. The worst thing you could have is a cross burning in your goddamn backyard. I I, I spent some formula to live down in Florida, and the Ku Klux Klan 
used to drop the goddamn newspaper off to our house, and I was a little boy, eight, nine years old. Used to look at the, it used to come in the orange wrapper, and you'll get the Ku Klux Klan paper, and you there show pictures of a cross burning, and it. it was like a real newspaper. It used to scare the motherfucking shit out of me, right, as a little child. <clears throat> and, and, and you're looking at stuff like that, but all of that, all of it was a program of psychological and mental terrorism designed to keep people in fear so that they will never move beyond fear because fear and anxiety, according to what, you know, the psychologist, right, has a paralyzing effect. And when it grows, it's hard to move through fear and anxiety because it's false evidence appearing as real, you know, in our mind. And that's a, that's a very serious thing. But then when you go look at a book, from 1918, this white man, he himself has admitted that the Nordic race is at a disadvantage because if he go too far across that Mediterranean, he loses his vitality. Uh, he doesn't breathe at a higher rate. So when you look at the demographics today, you can Google this. this even Google lets you get this goddamn information their uh, population is going in the opposite direction, even here in America. At the same time, they're talking about global warming. At the same time, they talk about climate change. At the same time, they're talking about uh, global reset and take everybody money, right? At the same time, they are locking things down. At the same time, they're giving people shots of unknown toxicity in it, and people coming down with all types of shit, right? At the same time, particularly in these blue, Democrat, urban Jim Crow strongholds, uh, the, 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 the homicide rates are skyrocketing. These people are dropping military-grade weapons in our community, and then they putting these black-ass agents in our community to keep the animosity going so we shooting and killing each other. I posted an article today on my Facebook line. Ten people, 17 people OD, 10 of them died a couple of days ago. Ten people died because now they're mixing the illicit uh, drugs with cocaine and fentanyl. These motherfuckers thinking they smoking, you know, freebase or whatever it is that you call it in your area, and the shit is they smoking goddamn fentanyl. Ten people in a day die, OD, gone. That's a lot of goddamn people, and that's one toxic combination. But all of this stuff is working together. Remember Joe Biden? Joe Biden just said he giving out goddamn free crack pipes and shit, right? <laughs> so is it a coincidence that all that stuff I just named is going on? At the same time, is it a coincidence that now Joe want to give out crack pipes, and at the same time, he handing out crack pipes to everybody, we're now getting crack laced with fentanyl, right? So I got fact-checked. You know, I'm, I pride myself on never getting facts, so I got fact-checked. So I had to change my post up, right, because they said it's not true that Joe Biden 
was giving out crack pipes. You you know, you can't write that because it's not true. So then I went and looked at the goddamn fact check. So I pulled up an article for fact check. And this stuff is crazy. Where's that quote? Here it is. Here's the quote. It's not true that he giving out crack pipes, right? It says, quote, while some of the money from the Biden administration grant program is tabbed for supplies like sterile syringes and quote unquote safe smoking kits, right? So they're not giving out crack pipes. They're giving out safe smoking kits. <laughs> now, where I come from, you know what I'm saying? A uh, 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 safe smoking kit is nothing more and nothing less than a brand new goddamn pipe you can smoke out of, you know? You could smoke your fentanyl licks with cocaine. Do you know how powerful that is? And back in the day, they used to call it speedballing, right? And and the junkies would shoot it in their arm and sweat start busting out of them, and then some of them would pass out, you know, when they were speedballing. Imagine it, speedballing with goddamn fentanyl, and you're smoking it. Well, it ends up to 10 people ODing in one day. That's what it ends up, right? So we have all of these dynamics going on at the same time. So my thinking is, like, I've been taught to go to, so what's the root of this shit, right? They they got us reaching at branches. So the, the great reset is a branch off the tree. The injections is a branch off the tree. Uh, the, 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 the highly toxic drugs is a yeah. branch off the, I mean, mixing fentanyl with cocaine is fucking unheard of, people. That I, is unheard of. You, 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 not even the worst of drug dealers would do some crazy shit like that, right? And then when you're talking can, ten people, that means it's in the overall supply. That's not a one-off right. thing. Can you hear me, Mister Murray? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you now. hear me? Yeah, 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 I got you. Speaking of that fit, thank you. Speaking of that fit and all shit, um, some cats in California right out here in the uh, in, in the Bay down in San Jose, they were caught with. Two, what, about 20 pounds worth of fentanyl. They said it was enough to kill approximately 4.8 million people. That's how much of that shit they had. They had two houses, they busted two houses full of fentanyl. We're under attack. People are who are able to sober the fuck up. I don't know, but they putting that shit in every. They putting that shit in a lot of stuff. You, yeah, you can't fuck around out here. They putting it in the weed. They putting it, you know, in, in people who who buy pills off the street. Man, motherfuckers better get sober real quick. They or they gonna be facing a demise with this uh, fentanyl shit out there. I mean, everything they put that shit in diet pills. So if any of you motherfuckers still fucking around with these the diet pills, you better leave them alone. You better leave them alone. A lot of this shit got fentanyl in it. A lot of it. Okay. We All are it. under attack. I'm just now saying that my bad. Now, but we're under attack. <laughs> All right, everybody's throwing up the red flags. I'm just now looking at it. I apologize. Uh, Great to have you back. With oh, you just. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. Shout out to Zena. Thank you, Zena. Hey, 
Did you hear about Texas and their governor? I, I like I like their governor. Uh, him dropping on blow people off in D.C. Yup, man. What the fuck is this? Okay, my. He rounded them up on the bus and dropped them off. Yes. In D.C. that. Uh, that 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 border thing is a little bit tricky when you're on a we're on a war footing, folks. I'm trying to play the goddamn clip. We don't know who they carting into this country. Um, the thing in New York that happened, right? The subway thing. I I assume everybody heard about mm-hmm. that. Yeah, the yeah. So-called black supremacist right. guy. Right. I'm like on. that. Ain't, I'm like. I'm like that ain't the person that people describe. They said the person they was describing was somebody who was uh, five foot five, a hundred and something. Five pounds. five mm-hmm. and a young dude, yeah. Yeah, yeah this they nigga come up with like this Fat guy. Albert. Look like uh-huh. Uncle Fester and shit, right? Right. Yeah. But here's the thing: now we from the street. You're on the subway, which is a confined area, and this nigga pulling out a goddamn chopper. On the subway, you're, you're not going to have 10 people shot, right? You're going to have 20, 30 right. people dead. Dead. Period. In a small dead. combined space like a, like a train. Yes. Right? They're going to be dead. Oh. You know, you're not going to get 10 people braised. And then we ain't even counting all the motherfuckers who are going to trample each other trying to get the fuck up out of there. Right. Right. We all been to a black club, man. A dude spill a drink on somebody, man. Shit, we getting the hell away because we know what's about to happen, right? <laughs> People getting trampled. Um, so that was a setup operation in my eyes. Uh, it happened. Something happened in California last week too, right? Uh, some type of mass shooting, and. Uh, I think we just need to prepare ourselves for those things to to increase. Because that, that stuff like that in these highly volatile times, we just can't take anything for granted. We can't take that for granted. And, uh, but true, I'm so distracted right now. I'm trying to figure out the fuck on my computer. So I'm trying to play. So I want to play the the clip of Abbott dropping off these uh these Mexicans in D.C. I think that's the most hilarious shit ever. But I can't. I think I got to rest. I can't restart my computer. This is not good. Because if I restart my computer, I'll lose my connection and it will end the show. More than not. Um, the weirdest shit. I can't log into any of my. My things. Mm-hmm. So keep keep going for me. I'm trying to see if I can figure out what the hell's happening on my computer. What, what you got on it? You got on it. Hey, that's a, that's a very bold move. You know, by Abbott. I live in D.C., so I'm not too particularly him dropping all these goddamn exes off here. You know what I mean? Uh, and. Uh, you know, black folks in Mexico don't get along too well. I ain't going to lie to you, right? There's some underlying animosities there. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're see how it goes. What the fuck we're, is this? We'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, 
what they doing with him though? Like, where 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 are they going when he drop him off in D.C.? What what's happening? Like, where are they going? What are they doing? What you know? What what what's uh, happening? That, that's a, that's a, that's a great question. Uh, more times than not, uh, we have a very uh, elaborate homeless system with the with the hotels and stuff like that. They'll probably put them up in subsidized uh, housing. You know how you do redevelopment. And you got to have a certain amount for uh, affordable housing and stuff like that. Right. So I can imagine they are placing these people. They're placing them into uh, development, you know, um, around the city. That's the only thing they can do with them. You know. um, And that's why I said they're doing it in D.C. too. Yeah, Yeah, they're doing it in D.C. They drop them off in New York. Yeah. Yeah, but like I said, the scary part about it is we don't know who these people are. You know, we can't take the granted these are just you see what I'm saying? These some innocent Mm -hmm. uh, migrants that just so happen to just mosey on the border. We can't take that, you know, for granted. That border situation is highly organized. You know what I'm saying? So you're just not going to get a... uh, a random family that's going to walk the fucking Mexico across that Texas border. You know, you got to come through to some type of operation. Uh, we, you know, we got to keep, we got to keep an eye on it. Cause see, these people are playing both sides on us. Right. So on one end, it looks like Abbott is doing the hero thing, but then on the other hand, he very well may be motherfucking transporting some clandestine ass fucking agents up here too. <laughs> right. Oh, you know, right in the middle of city, um, we are seeing the increase of uh, what you call these. I call them flash events. Uh, that's a little bit more easier on people because people don't understand what a false flag is, right? They don't, they don't right. understand you only need two or three people to make a false flag. They think the whole thing got to be staged. Um, so it's an increase in these flash events. You, you got these migrants coming across. Then you got that thing happening up to New York. That's a serious thing. We got to watch and see if anything follows that. If something follows what happened in New York, man, black folks, we, we got to go to the motherfucking table. Because, see, these agents are embedded in our communities. And uh, the more they put these mandates and this press on us, the closer you get to people rebelling, right? They're not going to be able to push it but so far until people naturally right. is going to push back, right? Especially in places like New York, D.C., Philly, and Chicago, because we tend to go overboard with shit, Right. But then you have all of these clandestine-ass people embedded in our communities. Ready. Because it's happening. Check it out. Let's we'll take, we'll take a listen. Hopefully, hopefully okay. we can play. Damn. Bucks from Texas has arrived this morning, transporting dozens of illegal immigrants as part of Texas Governor Greg Abbott's new plan to counter federal immigration policies during an ongo- ongoing border crisis have been announced just last this is what i'm talking about if y'all can look at this clip like these are all these are all like young men like in their early 20s 
you know, like 21, 22. These are a whole bunch of young cats. These ain't people trying to flee somewhere, women and children trying to flee up out of a country. You know how many of these mercenaries, gangsters, this what? Here we go. Week that he was directing the Texas Division of Emergency Management to transport migrants released from federal custody in Texas to the nation's capital and other locations outside his state. The bus pulled up at approximately 8 a.m. Look at these cats. These cats got braids. They got a Michael Jordan jersey on. Who is these cats? Like, for real. Like, who, who the fuck are they? West Capitol, Fox News has learned that they come from the Del Rio sector in Texas after coming to Swellia. Upon the bus's arrival in D.C., individuals disembarked one by one, except for family units who exited together. They checked in with officials and had wristbands they were wearing uh, cut off before they were told uh, that they could go. According to uh, Abbott's plan, he says it's already working. The agency told Fox News on Monday that they have many of the communities that are originally reached out for support from the Rio Grande Valley to Terrell County, say the federal government. Uh, since Abbott's announcement just on April 6th, some have questioned whether Abbott's plan to bust migrants was genuine. The White House dismissed it as a publicity stunt. Even Texas State Representative Matt Schaefer, a Republican, called it a gimmick. And then, well, now we have the video to prove it here that uh, Abbott uh, was not calling it a gimmick at all. Still, the governor's legal authority to transport busloads of migrants to the U.S. Capitol remains in question. The 2012 Supreme Court case, Arizona versus the United States, prevents states from making their own immigration policies there. Abbott insists that the federal government is failing to adequately address the situation. President Biden re recently announced that he would be rescinding Title 42, which was used to expel migrants swiftly due to the to say about all of this a little bit later today, 42, which was used to expel migrants swiftly due to the COVID-19 pandemic. We'll see what the White House has to say about all of this a little bit later today at their uh, briefing. Uh, in a tweet today from Greg Abbott, he said, first Texas bus drops off illegal immigrants blocks from U.S. Capitol in Washington, D.C. Biden refuses to come see the mess he's made at the border, so Texas is bringing the border to him there. That is from Greg Abbott. He said, we getting the fuck out of there. Get, we getting them out of Texas as, as quick as we can. What you got there, Mr. Liar? What you got? What, what's that right there? What uh, you got? That, what is that? Um, that I read from the book. And then I, I, I'll send you that PDF. Go, go ahead. Uh, yeah, go ahead and read that. What is that? Oh, go ahead. That, that's right there. That, that right there is telling you where the guy was um, saying that the the problem with the Nordic race, they can't motherfucking survive outside of ice. <laughs> and, and, and you know, when they come down to the sun, it has a, a, a very bad effect on them physically and naturally. I mean, this is like not conspiracy. This is just how the fuck it is, right? Uh, they can't survive in, 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 in certain climates. 
and 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 I brought that up because see I was relating that to everything else that we're seeing going on. So what I'm saying is none of this stuff is isolated. All of it is coming from that root right there. Like uh, you said earlier yeah. in the show, and I say it every show, their time is up. They're breeding backwards. And right now, this is a mad attempt uh, for survival for them. So this is a very serious fight that we're in because when somebody is fighting for survival, you know, that's a human instinct. Like if you back a rat into the corner, that joint is going to maul you, right? So you're going to have to let that rat run away. Uh, So the nature of everything we're seeing underneath all of it is, we're at the point of the extinction of the children of Yaakov. His time <laughs> is up. Uh, it, the time yeah. is up, and he don't want to. He reneging <clears throat> on the understanding. You know how you have an understanding now, and motherfucker want to renege on. Like, look, you stay over there on fourth, I stay over here on fifth, and we ain't gonna have no problem. But what do Yakub children do? Whether they black or white, right? The deceptive motherfuckers. What do they do? They always want to come over on Fifth Street. Like, you're violating the understanding. So the right. understanding was <laughs> you supposed to carry your ass back up there where you belong and discontinue all this crazy-ass shit you're doing. <laughs> you, so, so they're attempting to violate the rules to this game. The only piece that's remaining is Hiram. He got to come up out of that goddamn grave. They didn't kill Hiram. They just hit him in the head. That's all. They took his seat of knowledge. And he don't know who he is. (laughs) Right? We are the motherfucking earth. God damn it. We the alpha and goddamn Omega. Then Omega. You see what I'm saying? So these damn. people are fighting. They're fighting a the game that they can't win, but they damn sure going to cause, you know, a lot of damage. So as when I was looking at that. As they can on the way down. Yeah. On the way down. Because when I was reading that book, the underlying premise is the exact same premise that we was reading in the fourth industrial revolution. And then I think we read a little bit of the uh, Globet Global Reset on air, too. The underlying premise okay. is the same. <laughs> like, I'm like, damn. All these back so to the even same that shit called okay. Swab talking about ain't new. No. He just rebranded the shit. He just picked up the torch and, and, and keeping it moving. That's all. That's all. So he just rebranded that you, shit now. And no they got doubt. his fight all this crazy ass shit. Huh? No doubt. Well, what else you got for me? Because I don't, I don't, I don't really have, I don't have nothing else, Mr. Larry. Like, well, I mean, things I'm, are going to get wild up in here in the city of Washington, D.C. What you got for me? I mean, mm-hmm. people, man, they just shot up the whole goddamn 14th Street, 14th for you. 
last night, bullets are flying in the city. Um, yeah, we got a tainted drug supply, which is always a concern. Uh, you see, we're under a lot of pressure in the city because, see, we got these hiring mandates. So they're requiring people to get the injections before they hire them. And, of course, that is having a disproportionate effect on our demographic. Oh, we let remember me ask my, you this. Remember, which, yes. What's, what's your thoughts on the reversing of the uh, mandates? Remember we talked about that? We were going to see if, if uh, we were going to wait and see what they would do for reinstituting, reinstituting the mandates. Did you hear about the uh, courts? Uh, not the yeah. Supreme Court, but the other one who said the shit back here. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's going to have a great. That. That's going to have a greater because see, I had I have two suits going uh, that we're getting. We're trying to get it to a final appeal. So, you know, in the real legal world, you can win, but it gets appealed. So really, it's a game of getting it to that final appeal. That's where the game is, mm. and uh, it, it it has a great effect on it. Uh, that that mandate is eventually going to go to so uh Joe Biden put the federal uh, mandate on federal employees uh right. that was taken to court they put an injunction nationwide injunction on it stopped them from doing it mm-hmm. they appealed it in one of their jackass circuits that circuit lifted the injunction and said that he can go forward Biden is now petitioning the courts to move forward with his mandate. So the expectation is those mandates are going to come back. Now, the problem with it is, and I recognize this, once you mandate it on the federal workforce, private market ain't got no fight, right? So the mandates are going to go back on the private market. Uh, yeah, I already told you what California is doing. I told you the shit they proposing. They want every every person who want who has a job in the state of California, you gotta get inoculated. And they want every child, regardless of any uh, private or public, to to be inoculated with that shit, even though it ain't even fully um, FDA approved. And you gotta. Um, and they said even contractors in the state of California, they won't ever, they're truly trying to do it to every single person as many as they can, as they can cover. They're trying to, it's going to be on the, um, it's going to be up for a vote this upcoming next session. So it's on, it's on, it made the ballot. So go ahead. So, you, said you know, it, it's uh, going to follow that federal. That's, that's a very concerning thing. We're not getting help you know, from the local black leaders, of course they're not, because they're all bought and paid for. You uh, know it. They're all bought and paid for, and, and once that, once they get the federal sector, everything else is going to go with it. That, that the federal sector is <clears throat> the prize baby right there. Uh, so it's going to be hard for those in those private industries that's dancing around it. And see, once he do it with the federal employees, you have the federal sector in all of the states. You see what I'm saying? So it's not like the federal right. employees That's are true. all just located in D.C. They're located they sure throughout are. red states, 
and all of that. So then what he's going to do is tie federal funding to that federal mandate. And they've been... That's a fact. You see what I'm saying? And That's they've been doling out oh, money yeah. to That's the states, fact. like to the tunes of billions. Right now, state budgets ain't even dependent on the taxes right now. The feds are doling no, out so no. much money. <laughs> right. They all got surplus. Right. And he's going to tie mandates to that. And that's going to, outside of Florida, because Florida's booming because they got some ports down there. But when you start looking at South Carolina, Mississippi, those middle states, they're going to have them because they're addicted to that federal money. So uh, we'll we, we see, you know, how it goes. Yeah, money how fast. With strings on it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's coming strings. with strings on it. It's coming with strings on it. Now, all of this is coming at a time where they're about to make people take a false shot. So all of that is going to work together. Then we're going into midterms where they really don't want us talking about that. Right? They don't want us to talk about midterms because they want to be able to steal it without a spotlight on it. And so all of that equals up to, you know, a long, you know, uh, hot summer. Uh, unfortunately, we're going to lose a lot of people in this battle. You know what I mean? Uh, I guess for black folks, our refusal to get up and do for ourselves over a long period of time has left us in a very precarious predicament. Because you're talking about... Threatening people jobs and livelihoods and they got children and I understand that. These people ain't playing fair at all. Right. <laughs> it's not a fair fight. You know, this is not a moral fight right here at all. Right. As a matter of fact, all that Martin Luther King and moral justice and mm-hmm. please like <laughs> me is working to our disadvantage right now. Right. right. We, I'm we got we got we, we got to develop a killer mentality fast. Right. fast. I'm saying, I said it. Uh, I said it in the first hour of the show when I said that's when I went live. I'm like, they gonna start this shit up again. Look what mm-hmm. they doing in Shanghai. Why? Why ain't nobody talking about that? What the fuck yeah. do they got going over in Shanghai that they got million. a lockdown? The twenty five million people in China. And I mean lockdown for real. They got they got videos of people screaming and shit from their apartments and shit because they can't get out and they ain't got no kind of food. So what did they release on them on their own people? What did they release on them or what they doing over there? Well you got a city of twenty five million who can't leave their they house. Very few can. I said, damn. Is that, so I'm like, yeah, they getting, they getting ready to unleash some more shit around here. They getting ready to release some more shit. For real. Jay Wall, why, why they literally, that, there's no major coverage of the Shanghai lockdown. How is that not, how, how is that not, uh, a topic of conversation about what the fuck's going on over there. That you got a whole city. The city the size of what? Shit. 20, like, I'm trying to think of what's the largest. I mean, New York, L.A. Shit like that. 
and it's quiet. No one's talking about that shit. I'm like, yep, they don't know. They don't know. Leave some shit in their own. You know, China don't give a shit, man. They got, what, 2.2 billion people in their country? Yeah, they'll, like they'll that. drop some shit something on like their that. people. Yeah, something like that, right? They'll drop they'll drop some shit on there. So and again, we don't hear nothing about nobody going over there. We don't hear nothing about stopping no traveling from going over there. We don't hear none of that. Thank you, uh Mr. Larry. What, what what's this what we got here? Got this article. What's it say? It says Shanghai lockdown, test resilience of zero cult. COVID strategy. Now, you heard, now, remember um, old Bill was on that panel joking about how America next time needed a zero-tolerance fucking policy like Australia. Remember? He, he laughed about that jokingly with, like, three women on, on, on the yeah. panel. Yeah. You know? I played that I played that on the show maybe a month or two ago. Look at Shanghai. Y'all watching this shit? Look at this shit. Streets of Shanghai eerily empty as 25 million residents are forced to remain in strict lockdown with no end in sight. This despite no reported deaths. The government now forced no report- to deliver- Hold on. No, with no reports of death. What's really happening? What's really going on over there? As residents struggle with renewed restrictions, the city's shutdown is also having a wide impact on the global economy. ABC's Britt Clinton reports in from Hong Kong tonight. Two years into the pandemic and China is facing its empty as 25 million residents are forced to remain in strict lockdown with no end in sight. This despite no reported deaths. The government now forced to deliver groceries to some of its residents. So my supplies are extremely scarce. I still have some some cereals left. Uh, not much, but in fruit I only have this lemon. The severe curbs, testing patients, social stability. Come, come on, they're not even allowing these people to go outside. They're delivering them the food. They're delivering them the food. Okay, you got to understand, when I hear people uh, who got money and power and shit like that and be talking and be bigging China up, bigging up their ass, oh, we should be like China, should be like China. When I heard Charlie Munger say that shit, he said we need to run our economic system like China. I said, God damn. So them people calling for it. They calling. I told you China's the model. China is the world model that they will governments will love to run their country like. They like to to uh, to um, distract people with that talk of North Korea and how you know Trump loved buddying up with with, with dictators, but it's communist China that leads the way. What you guys, you know. In 79 days, you will not want to. 
Well, let me check that out. Let's finish this playing this. As experts warn, are harming China's economy and the global supply chain. We are seeing um, uh, shutdowns within the region, which we know could cause delays. It is something we are closely monitoring. In March, as Omicron snuck into this financial, commercial, and shipping capital, Shanghai, once seen as China's shining model of COVID control, had. The Chinese government's no-tolerance, zero-COVID approach returned to the city in full force. At night, frustrated residents calling out to their neighbours. Drones fly in between compounds, blasting a summons for residents to get tested. Yo, are you seeing this shit? This shit is straight out of a fucking movie. They got drones going in between these uh, these apartment complexes telling you you better keep your ass in the house and go get tested. Do y'all see this shit here? This is straight out of a motion picture. Shanghai resident Jamie Penaloza sent this video to ABC News of her entire apartment complex leaving for the first time in days as she was about to crawl into bed. We just had to wait for a blaring loudspeaker coming outside of our window saying, everybody get down right now, get tested right now. Jamie describing the surreal scenes on her normally lively street. Everyone just kind of very calmly apocalyptic bed. We just had to wait for a blaring loudspeaker coming outside of our window saying, everybody get down right now, get tested right now. Jamie describing the surreal scenes on her normally lively street. Everyone just kind of very calmly gliding over there. That did feel kind of very apocalyptic and strange. Jamie finishing her test spots a bus waiting. And my it, it's, it's apocalypse. You goddamn right, and, and bitch, you smiling through it. Like, they're getting people mentally prepared. This is wild. This, <laughs> this is motherfucking wild. If y'all can see these streets, it ain't near not a motherfucker. Like, during this whole little cold, when this shit went, came out over here, right, we had these lockdowns. It was still people walking up and down the street all day, every day. I don't know what it was like where y'all at. I don't know where it was like that in D.C. It, it wasn't, it was never like nobody out. There's like nobody out in these, in fucking Shanghai. That shit looked like a ghost town. Woo! Heart sank. We all knew those were the buses coming to get people to the uh, quarantine central site. In China, every positive case needs to be isolated in government facility or hospital. There's no staying at home. Um, there are no showers here, and we're not allowed to receive any parcels from the outside world. In this viral video of a Shanghai hospital from earlier in lockdown, a ward full of toddlers cry separated from their parents after testing positive for COVID. 
the uproar causing authorities to relax some rules. The U.S. State Department is now advising Americans to reconsider travel to China, ordering some consulate staff to leave. The U.S. pointing to arbitrary enforcement measures, including the risk of parents and children being separated. China responding, calling its COVID policies science-based and effective, and slamming what it described as the U.S.'s groundless accusations. But after this nearly two-week lockdown, the number of positive infections in the city still reached over 26,000, only 1,000 of those showing symptoms, and still no reported COVID deaths. Well, there are signs that it's become increasingly difficult to implement that policy, right? The uh, social economic cost is rising rapidly and exponentially. Entered from taking goods to major shipping ports in Shanghai, the latest blockage in the global supply chain hitting American companies from Apple to Tesla as factories are unmanned. Experts warn continuous lockdowns could see the world's second biggest economy suffer longer term damage. We know that Shanghai contributes one quarter of China's GDP, but when other countries now uh, uh, learn, are learning to coexist with the virus, China's uh, the export sector uh, will be uh, affected. So you're saying it could impact China's global competitiveness? Absolutely. The large southern port city of Guangzhou immediately ordered massive testing of its 18 million residents after detecting just three They so obedient over there. They are so fucking obedient over there. Some people just lining the fuck up. Like like factory workers. They they look like mindless people just in line. That shit look crazy. It, it looks surreal. Well, they also disarmed over there too now. <laughs> oh, true. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Ain't no guns in that shit over there. there. Uh, the most you get out of China is a crazy, a crazy person with a knife. Yeah, mm-hmm. you see? Did you see them images? You you see that shit? That's well, that's what we're looking at. We're either going to see that depends on what their demographics is showing them for the midterms. We may see it before. Mm-hmm. You know, because yeah. they're looking at real-time numbers through computer systems, right? So everything is on that motherfucking grid already, whether we like it or not. So it depends on yeah. what those numbers are showing. We may see a lockdown, but we would if we don't see it before midterms, if, and it's a great chance, that they steal this one again, we're definitely immediately going to go into a lockdown posture after. You got to. <sighs> Like you I know, said, I said the shit. And this lockdown, it's telling. Yeah. And it's not going to be like the last one. It's telling that they didn't release their emergency. When I said, well, I see, that's when they released their um, emergency status, like when the governors yes. ain't dropped that, that authority. Right. And, and the old boy in the clip, I said, they, yeah, they still got some shit in the bag. And then they gave certain health, they gave certain emergencies over there to the Department of Health. So we're under, like, multiple emergency statuses. So we have the nationwide one. Most states are still under it or maintain some power. And then you right. have the uh, health, the whatever that agency is, they have powers. Now Biden 
is in talks with the who and giving the who the power over pandemic responses as part See? of that international thing. Now, once he do that, that will essentially sell America because we know who runs the who. That's Bill right. Gates and Schwab. Right. And That's they Bill Gates that and them. Yeah. They right. run that. You know, and remember, uh, Trump pulled out. He defunded the motherfuckers, and they got mad. Yes, he did. Oh, it was terrible. You know, oh, oh, it was, it was horrible. And he did it right <laughs> in the middle of COVID. So on one hand, right. no doubt they twisted his arm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, no doubt they twisted his arm. Uh, but then on the other hand, he went and defunded the who. We'll put a monkey wrench in all of this shit. Uh, so what we see coming out of China, that's going to be the next version of our lockdown. They already have system in place. The first time they did it, that was a drive run. That's why in a lot of jurisdictions, mm, when right. you were on lockdown, they didn't really enforce it, right? You could still go out on the mm-hmm. street because all they were doing is trying to determine what service can we get going. Remember the non-essential versus central thing? Right. So they already right. know exactly what they need. They know who they need. They all, it, 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 I don't even think the economy is too much of an issue now or – they wouldn't have shut the whole fucking world down before, right? <laughs> For almost a year. And they print money and mm. just giving it straight to states. So the tax dollars is taken off the table because the, the the Fed is just printing money and subsidizing these states. That's what's happening. So they already have that planned for. You see mm. what I'm saying? Um, so that next lockdown they 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 will be pretty comfortable in bringing out some some pretty heavy guns to enforce it because they already know what has to be forced their weak points their strong points and stuff like that that they've mm. already figured out through the last lockdown that was the purpose of the last lockdown so that they can know what they have to do to keep you know their system up and running while they lock it down and um that's in the future of America because that's what happened last time when they first locked us down. China did that shit, right? And people falling out. They're giving us video clips of people falling all out in the middle of the street and shit and it's running wild. And uh, I don't know who the fuck eat bat meat, but the Chinese lady ate the bat meat. And now the shit is going all across the world because she ate a bat. And then two months later, what happened to us? We went into lockdown. Yeah. We know that the Biden regime, including his son, they on the tape, right? They've been taking money from mm-hmm. China, so they was bought and paid for. Biden yeah. is highly compromised because if they dangling the laptop from Biden, and, and, uh, from, from Biden, right. you know what they got guy. on him. Right. You know what they got on the pop. You know what they get. And they're just dangling that laptop is to, to remind Biden, you better stay in place and get your girl Kamala in check, too. So every time she get on TV, she ain't making no fucking sense. And she better not make no sense because they got her ass on tape, too. So um, that's what that's what we're looking at. 
I would suggest wow. people to start identifying their local farmers. Most of us, even if you're in the city, you know, there's a suburb surrounding you, most of us. You know, right. identify your local farmers mm-hmm. in your area and go get his motherfucking card. So you, especially if you're in the blue area. The 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 red areas got a little bit buffer, but they ain't gonna be able to buffer but for so much. Because our government is thoroughly infiltrated. You know what I'm saying? Um Yeah, uh, identify your local farmers and, and, and get some dry food. Go get what's that shit? Them dry mashed potatoes. I actually like those things. But uh the dry mashed potatoes, anything that's dry, you know what I'm saying, that you can cause According to that shit in Shanghai, that's a nightmare. Can you imagine that now? Being locked down wild. like that? Mm-mm, I can't. And then they put, remember you was talking about the concentration camps. I put a quote up in the uh, the, the chat room from that article. So they testing you positive. They taking your ass to a camp. Oh, they sent you off. <laughs> yeah, they sent them off. Oh, they, they got a bus waiting out for them. Get your ass on that bus. For a test that's not testing for a virus. <laughs> the PCR test. Don't test for a virus. Whew. Zena said in China the drone is saying is saying control your soul's desire for freedom. Control mm. your soul's desire for freedom. Do not open the window or see. You saying that's what the what the drone is saying? Ching hua wai pai, chi hua pai pai, chou hua pai, wai ching hua bi bai, wu fu fu. Yeah, nah. What's up? What's up? That's what it's saying. That's what that video is saying. Yeah. Control their souls, desire for freedom. That's what people are saying. I could imagine how how else you gonna control. 25 million people like all these people you got to repeat they probably got that shit playing 24 hours with the drones flying around with that, sh- with that shit but it's probably going 24 hours all you hear drones ain't no joke some drones serious yo <laughs> yo mm, mm, mm. Yep. <laughs> Sweet. You know what I'm saying? I I see it coming, man. I, I'm not I'm putting them past these fools. They wicked. They'll they'll try to lock it down again. So they 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 keeping shit alive. Um they said they ain't then, got no powers. It's it's there. And then they gotta cover up all these people who are getting sick at an increasingly amount who have taken those shots. People are getting sick and dying. And every and the longer it goes on, guess what? The more it's going to pile up. So, um, yeah, we're looking at you know we 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 we're looking at uh, what is it the BA two? <laughs> right. <laughs> according to their records, according to their records, more people passed away last year than any other time. But this whole when before when this whole shit kicked off. Yeah. Last year. Yeah. So this is after you had millions and millions and millions of people fuck around with that shit. Yes. And more of them died. And more people died. Okay. 
got it. Hmm. And then the odd thing about America is, according to their numbers, we ain't number 330 million strong. So if you want to talk about the population, you look at China and India, right? They sit on billions upon yep. billions of motherfuckers everywhere. People right. on top of people. Over 2 billion people. Right. Over 2 billion people. But when it comes to earth, we want to compare to them, compared to Africa, Asia, and uh, even Russia. And uh, 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 compared to those countries, we're small at 330 million. But yet we're seeing this immense pressure. You know, um, but, you know, be prepared because that's exactly where they're going and they got it all figured out. Now, everything we went through these past two years was, it, it seemed like assimilation on top of assimilation on top of assimilation. And each simulation, they're plugging the holes of the last one. So it's making it harder and harder for people to get around it. Hmm. Yep. So they're seeing something. You know, the, it, 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 it was just like the computers. We didn't get that shit to 20 years later after they already had a head start, right? They gave us the Internet after they got tired of playing with it, right? <laughs> right. So give you know it, what I mean? Let's drop it now. Right, right. You feel what I'm saying? They talking North North Code and all that shit. Nigga, y'all had this shit already. Stop playing. Right? They they've been had mm-hmm. it. Um so there's something there's something that they're seeing that's counter to their interests. That's the prime driver um of all of this stuff. You mm-hmm. know. Um and whatever they're seeing, man, we'll be best to see it, too, to give us some inspiration because it's probably not a good look on them. Like, man, pull out all the stops, <laughs> right? Do this shit now. So. True indeed. Well, y'all, we going to get ready to wrap this thing up, man. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Larry. You carried me tonight right, for real, for real, because I'm bouncing all over the place with my information. So. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for riding with us tonight. Everybody that's in the chat room, Young T, Zena, thank you for uh, bringing me in, J1. Mm-hmm. Everybody who stayed up with us tonight, Ethereum. Who else is in this building? Everybody else, yeah, I said J1. Miss Miss Hudson, so everybody who stayed up, Brian, all y'all. So you know what it is, it's a new day, Landis, the Don Nicole show. Okay, I, I'm going to apologize because, like I said, I didn't feel like I was here, 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 here tonight. I All promise right. next week will be a lot better. The <laughs> show will be a lot better next week. <laughs> <laughs> I promise. But thank you, Mr. Larry, because uh, I needed to lean on you tonight. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It was greatly yeah, appreciated. It's all, right. it's all, all right. right. Great show. Great show. Um, right, no doubt. All right, y'all, in the new day, you already know what it is. It's the Don Nicoleone show. It's the greatest show on earth. Y'all, you know what it is, man. We'll do it again next Wednesday. We out. Peace. Can I cut it off?